Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Audio Roast Podcast. We're live in action. It's been a minute since we've done this like live live. I mean, if we're being real here. Yeah. Uh, let's uh let's welcome to the show our only guest today, Joshua. What's Hi, up, buddy? Not much. How are you guys? Hope everybody's doing well on this fine Sunday afternoon. The rain has finally stopped long enough for us to to get inside and uh, say hello to you guys. So hello. hello. Um <laughs> our job here is done, Josh. Yes. We we okay, did we well. Can go home. Virtual high five. Ready? Swing and a miss. I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah. Um, how's it going, everybody? I hope you're doing well. Josh and I are going to go ahead and kick things off here. Don't forget, if you're streaming right now, be sure to like this video as well as share it to your page so that we get more people in on our fun. Um, and uh, turn on your notifications, whether you're watching along on Facebook or YouTube. That way, you know, when we go live, you're not missing out. And uh, hi, Twitchers. Hope you guys are enjoying our show. Thank you for joining us. I know we've got a couple of them watching us right now, so good to have you guys on. Don't forget, another way you can check out our show is audio-only episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find audio-only podcasts. You know, on your phone, that kind of thing. Just throw in some earbuds and listen. Do it. You can also become a Patreon member. Um, it's a really nice way to support what we're doing here on the show. It gives us a few bucks a month, and it gives you access to some really cool inside information as well as some really cool bonus footage and shows and series and all that kind of stuff we just recently uh have launched common grounds which is something that we've been uh working on behind the scenes for quite a while and the pieces are finally coming together on that so we've got our first episode out and up and uh we've got another one in the book and it's it's already scheduled to be posted um let's see here i think in three weeks uh on the uh no two weeks i don't know it's coming up soon so if you're not a member of Patreon, become a member so you can you can get all this cool stuff that we're doing that we can't do over here on the show. So check it out. Um, another thing is to check out our playlists that are available at the end of most of our episodes. Not today. We don't have any any uh, songs that we're featuring or anything specifically. However, um, there are episodes that we've done in the past that have some really cool uh, music that goes along with the shows. And so we've created a playlist for you on Spotify or iTunes, whichever is easier for you. Just go there, search for the Audio Rose podcast. And get some new tunes. You can also check out our website at audioroast.com. And there you can find merch, playlists, as we just mentioned, links to support us, as well as links to our sponsor, uh, sponsors. And uh, all kinds of, of back catalog stuff, past episodes, both audio and video. So check it out. It's a, it's a cool one-stop shop. Let's see here. What did we do last week, Josh? I'll let you. I'm going to let you take this one. We did Lady Gaga. It was well, we kind of did Lady Gaga. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. yeah, we did a classic album clash from The Fame and Born This Way. Yeah, and The Fame won. What, how did, did you think going into it that that was going to be the the winner, the clear and concise winner? You know, before I listened to the two albums, uh, I, I you know it was dead even when I actually did, but I thought the Born This Way would have been the actual winner before i listened to him it right seemed like since it was a newer it would have been more developed but i was a lot of nostalgia surprised. tied in with the fame too though for a lot it of sure folks was. so yeah it was it was interesting to see how it's uh how it all came together because one album was front loaded with hits the other had a lot of hits in the back both had a big lull in the middle it felt like um but yeah it was it was really fun and i i, I thought it was fun to do something a little bit more modern we've done Stuff all the way as far back as the early 60s and stuff here on the show. So it's nice to do something from like the mid-2000s uh, up into the 2010s. Really fun. 
so that's what we did. Uh, and today, of course, we're doing talking shop number eight, where it's just you and me and Josh and no more scrims. That's right. That's just you and me. So whatever you guys want to talk about, we'll talk about. Uh, if you want to talk about what's going on on the show, if you want to talk about what's going on in your life, if you want to talk about other podcasts, if you want to talk about other events, let's do it. That's what we're here for today. So, yeah. Seven songs in seven days. Hey, you had some backing tracks on that. Oh, one. did I? Did you I? Sure did. Oh man, like you put some thought into it. Well, <laughs> I did, but you know what? I didn't put thought into is writing down who suggested what. So, oh goodness, <laughs> I might rely on you and your your um your your archives there. I'll, I'll uh, do the best I can. There you go. <laughs> You'll need to take me off the camera so they won't. Oh, see you don't want to see all that? Stuff. Okay, all right. Well, oh, wrong one. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is too much fun already. All right, so in the number seven spot, yeah. See, I didn't even write this down, so this is a surprise for me, even. And oh, from CJ Garmo, I do remember this one. Uh, we've got "Golden Number" by Ghost Bath. All right, so here's the deal. Okay, let me let me. Let me take a little sip here of some of this classic rock coffee. I've been told <laughs> here recently that, oh, dude, you're a little harsh on that one. That one kind of stung. Well, buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> this this song sting. sucked. God, I hated this song. <laughs> no, so here's the deal. Were there any identifiable lyrics on this song? No. <laughs> so it's Josh pointed out, hey, there is some good stuff musically going on. In, in one of these little parts. And I agree. But on top of that, it sounded like somebody was getting their big toe ripped off with, I don't know, a pair of ice grips or something. It was awful. <laughs> and uh, and that was just on the part that the music was good. On the part that the music was bad, the music was just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't. Yeah, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing too musical about that one. So, got number seven. In the number six spot, we've got from Chris Hankins, This Cowboy's Hat by Chris Ledoux. Um, I really like the song. I will say this, though, Chris. Um, I, I get what you're saying. Chris messaged me and was like, you know, honestly, this is one of the songs and that spoken part in the beginning and stuff. Like, if you really listen to the words, the world would be such a better place if you actually listen to this. And I, and I really do agree with that. However, <laughs> look at what I just listened to. Um, I'm, I'm looking for some music, man. I'm looking for some all the way through. And the music part of this song was fantastic. I will say, though, that uh, the, 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 the spoken melody, if you will, to do it once, cool. To do it like before every verse, I was like, ah, man, I want a more song. I want a more song in my song. You know what I'm saying, son? All right, so that's number six. And then number five spot. This one from Abigail Burbridge, is yes, that right? Sir. All right. Uh, we've got <laughs> Misspelled Wichita by Gretchen Peters. Uh, I actually really like this one uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, Wichita. 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 Um, I like this one a lot. And I don't know, maybe you have or maybe you haven't, Abigail, but if you've not yet heard um, No Arizona by Jamie O'Neill, this song sounds a lot like Wichita. Um, so if you like Wichita, I'm going to I'm going to throw one back to you and say, listen to No Arizona by Jamie O'Neill. Really good stuff. And it has a very similar vibe. I, I like that one a lot. And the number four spot, 
this one Kim Grummery? Uh, yes. I believe so. Yeah. Um, we've got Shake, Rattle, and Roll by Bill Haley and the Comets, although the version that I was um, given was the one from the movie Clue, uh, which to me doesn't differ all that much, um, but I liked it. It's, it's a good song. It is very simplistic, which is not a bad thing. Um, so that's why it's not like further down. And the number three spot, We've got My Wave by Soundgarden. This one by Julia Julia Le Cobb. And uh, I dig it. I'd never heard this song. And uh, I, I enjoy Soundgarden. I really enjoy Chris Cornell. Um, I'm, I will say I'm not like a lot of people. And I'm like, oh, God, Chris Cornell, Chris Cornell. I will say he's got a great voice. And this one, he sounded great. The band sounded great. I liked it. And the number two spot, we've got Come Again by Damn Yankees. I remember this one from Deb Klein. Deb Klein. Deb Klein. Uh, really good. This one actually, this whole week has been sitting in the number one spot. Um, because I hadn't finished listening, full disclosure, to all seven of them that you had, uh, you guys had sent in until earlier today. So, um, that was actually going to be my winner until I finished listening to all the songs that were suggested. Um, and then the number one spot from Anthony Cano, last week's guest, Praying by Kesha. Uh, good Anthony? lord. Yeah. Anthony suggested that yeah. one. Is that what you and got? It, and it ended up in number one. I know, right? Yeah. No, really? no conspiracy. Really? You were really? right here the first time I listened to it. Come no, on. no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm oh. just saying he may have a little undue influence. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> I hate Kesha. <laughs> I'm not a big Kesha fan. Um, a lot of her stuff from like the early 2000s. I'm right. like, this is garbage. Uh, this is not garbage. This is no, fantastic. No, this actually, is great songwriting. We listening to it earlier. It's if I closed my eyes, I wouldn't have known it was Kesha. Same, exactly the same. Even thought it was her. Yeah, exactly the same. She actually was singing, and, and her that's voice the thing. Was, exactly, yeah, was really good. Yep, it was not like this uh, rappy um, throw out words and and contort. We call it sing talk. Right. This was this was clear and concise singing. The video was fantastic. The costuming was fantastic. I loved it. I loved it a lot. Uh, Josh noticed that there was probably some nods to Lady Gaga and stuff, which I get. There's going to be comparison anytime you're a blonde female and doing something extreme looking, sitting at a piano. I get that. But she stood on her own ground. This was a fantastic right. song. And, and the, one of the things that, and when I first saw the first part of the video, I'm thinking, okay, so she's trying to do a deep song with this. Right. About, you know, kind of becoming her own person and finding faith and all this stuff. And there's, images about like um positivity and kind of going against what the industry is telling you right and then i saw all this costuming and that she's in, kind of dressed kind of scantily and stuff like that and then i noticed in one of the scenes she's in like a fishnet and stuff like mm -hmm. caught in the fishnet so right i got to thinking that the costumings are part of what she's saying part of the storytelling it's part yeah. of the storytelling that uh it's not just i'm throwing on these costumes and trying to be deep it's that this is what the industry is looking at right. for me and trying to make, you know, and stuff. maybe Josh and, and maybe you guys at home could even help me with this. I wonder not being a singer songwriter <laughs> at all. Um, well, you're a singer. Kesha, yeah. But what is it about somebody like Kesha who is a singer songwriter? She writes a lot of hits and gives them to people. Um, many, many famous people have done that. What is it that makes somebody go? Yeah, but this one's mine. You know what I mean? Like, why did she choose to sing that instead of give it to somebody? Right. Is it that she maybe tried and she's like, ah, they're not really giving it the emotion that it needs? Or, I mean, you know what's, I wonder what the justification is oh, on that. No. It's interesting. 
Because it was way different from anything Kesha she I've ever like heard. That too. She, yes, she's had a lot of songs yep. that other people have done. Prince, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, tons. Well, Prince would just write songs for people. He's That's like, what I'm, eh, I write the song. I'll give it to this person. True. I'm gonna yeah. write this on this person a song. I, I see what you're saying. You're writing. You mean he was writing a song with that person in mind yeah, before Pen went to paper, right? Yeah, he had a crush on their lead singer, and so he wrote a song for them. Right. Yep. 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 All right. So. Uh, now is your time yeah, yeah. to use the hashtag seven and submit any song from any genre, any decade or any style. Just make it a song and we'll give it a listen. Give it a rank because it's fun. It's new music and we can. So uh, Josh and I are going to go ahead and we've already, I've already, I don't know where Josh is on the coffee scene, but look at this I'm, I'm, empty, I'm almost hurt near empty. <laughs> so we're going to get a refill. We're going to take a quick little break. And uh, we're going to come back and, and continue chatting. I see a lot of comments here, uh, and we're going to get to those. I can't wait. So stick around. We'll be back. Ooh, yeah. Recliner Wrestling Review. Subscribe now. If you're an old school WWF, WCW, ECW, or TNA Wrestling Impact fan. Go ahead and check out Recliner Wrestling Review. Join your hosts, Jared and John, as they talk about all things old school wrestling Wednesdays on YouTube. That is Recliner Wrestling Review from the perspective of yet another fan or two. Episodes available now only on YouTube. I have just one question. Have you thought about being a guest on the show? We are currently seeking music lovers of all kinds to join in on our fun. If you're interested in being a guest, or if you just have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can message us on Facebook or email us at the audio rose podcast at gmail.com. You can also submit any topics you'd like to hear discussed. Hello, hello, hello. Um, yeah, yay coffee. <laughs> All right, Josh, let's hit it. Let's see what we got. All right. Breakfast in America. It's not the song. We're going with it by golly. <laughs> We're drinking breakfast in America. It's a light rose slash morning brew. It's nutty citrus and dark chocolate there you go there we go this is actually also one of our favorites if we're if we're being yeah honest. so and I'll, i i will be honest um and i love that they're a sponsor of the show um it helps us out in a big way there's not one of their coffees that i'm like you know i don't really like that one i actually really like all of them there's not a bad one in the bunch there are some days where i'm like just like what you said today i don't need anything that's got a lot of super pep and you know i just let's have some coffee and chill yeah. And uh, yeah, this one does it because it's a nice light to what is it light to medium? Is that right? Yeah, it's a light roast morning blend. Yeah, there you go. So cock-a-doodle-doo, y'all. 
<laughs> All right. Um, what else we got? Uh, let's see. Oh, you know what? Let us go to the comments. I've got no fancy. That's what I'm supposed to do today. I've got no fancy graphic for this, and by golly, if he doesn't deserve it. Um, and now I'm gonna stall the show. Uh, so you know how sometimes I'll do um, somebody deserves uh, five cups. Yeah, just kind of like uh, recognizing some people for doing some cool stuff every now and then. Mm. So somebody did that this weekend, and I was like, "Man, that's really good to see." Um, and it was actually after your show. Really? So there was a picture uploaded online. I was going to pull it up. I'm not even going to bother pulling it up. I don't want to slow the show down on that. Uh, Gene Whedon is this week's five-star cup recipient. Um, posted a picture. I don't know if this person went to the show or if it's somebody that goes to a lot of innuendo shows or, or what. Um, it looked like a father and a son kind of thing. Um, and I don't know how young the boy was or anything, but um, uh, Gene Whedon took his snare drum head off, signed it, and said, thank you for being at our shows, and signed it, G. Whedon, love you, innuendo, and gave Aww. it to the kid. I'm like, dude, we need so much more of that. Whedon's um, a great guy. He, he is. Uh, despite what uh, Shane Jennings says, he is a great guy. Right. Um, and uh, A little odd where he places his snare I mic, mean, yeah, but, what's, what's mm, up with that? You talk about some <laughs> feedback. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I'm I'm a big uh, proponent of people getting the next generation inspired and stuff like that. Does it? Um, it doesn't take much. You don't have to, you know, parade through whatever to try to inspire people. It's it's small actions like that that really help. So kudos to you, Mr. Gene Whedon. You get five cups. Now then, let's go to the comments. Let's uh, scroll up here. We got some good chatting going on already. Uh, let's see here, we've got Deborah Klein says hello. hi guys. Hey, how's it going, Deborah? Uh, Dean Daisy here with us. Hello, sir. And Stephanie Norton as well. How's it going, everybody? Hope you guys are doing well. Christy said, pulling another 12-hour day, so this is a nice help getting through it. Well, I'm glad to hear that uh -huh. we can help you. Uh, David says, what? Women, I want to talk about that. Well, I'm not well, an expert <laughs> on wheelmen by any means. If we had some women in the studio, then we might have some actual information, but you're looking at right. That. So true. Hey, uh, Josh, let's try out that new, uh, that new little fancy camera angle we got for this talking shot. All right. That's the, uh, this one right there, right? That's the hey. one. Hey, Hey, see, now I can kind of sit back and relax. This is really nice. And I can do this and it looks like we're looking at each other. Yeah. It's, it's, hey. it's, How you it's doing, kind bud? of, it's kind of refreshing. High five. Hey. Uh Oh, uh, you got it. There you go. There. Uh, it only amuses us. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. More coffee. We should have went with something stronger, I think. Probably. I think we're getting slap happy already. Uh, let's see here. Christy says, also, would love to see you guys do a comedy album clash, like Weird Al versus Tenacious D or something like that. Fan-freaking-tastic yeah, idea. that is a great. I, yes, and I won't, I won't show my I cards can already, I can already tell you that Weird Al is going to beat Tenacious D. I, I mean, I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I strongly agree. Yeah, because, you know, Tenacious D, all they sing about is Dungeons and Dragons and all. And I uh, wish I was in the band and, Dio. And, and, and <laughs> what they would do to women. and <laughs> Right. And guitar picks. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Deborah says, how do you really feel, Jared? <laughs> yeah, I didn't care for that song. Um, just didn't. If you've, if you've not heard it, I highly recommend that you check it out. Uh, Julia says, one of my favorite Soundgarden songs. I made the top three. Woo! 
Yeah, I've, I've honestly never heard that song before, so it was, it was cool. <coughs> Abigail says, my favorite country music uh, trop, trope at the moment is the over-perspective sister who ends up murdering someone at the end. Not sure what that says about me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, it says you're adventurous. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You got any... Uh, I mean, can 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 we peel back some banana peel layers on this and and see what's going on here? Uh, you know, I'd have to sit down and talk to her, mm-hmm. see what her relationships are like right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but offhand, I would say that uh, probably she's seeking more control in her life. Mm. Interesting. Interesting that is. Uh, let's see here. Julia Lake Cobb says hashtag number seven. Boilermaker by Royal Blood. It's been on my mind this week. I get like that too. Do you get like right. that where you just have a song out of nowhere just stuck in your head and not because of melody necessarily, but just it's kind of what you're feeling? Yeah, sometimes. Um, I'll Sometimes I'll find songs that are go for the feels and then I sometimes listen to songs just for the production. To right. Production Makes or, sense. This song has a really good snare sound and I'm going to hear like a good snare. I, 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 a good snare. Yeah, so. yeah. That's fair. Uh, don't go looking for a good snare sound on Gene Whedon's drum set right now because there's no snare head. No. <laughs> uh, Kim says, hashtag seven, never been to Spain by Three Dog Night. I didn't realize they had more than one or two songs. Oh, they had a lot of songs. Dude. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Julia says, the Kesha song is fantastic. That Yes, the high note is a freaking F6 for any music nerds out there. That'd be me. Uh, yeah, it's super impressive. Um, not many people can hit that. With the emotion that she sings with it, it with amazing. Yeah, I can't read with the crap, but yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, Barb says, Kim, this song was running through my mind today. I don't know why, lol. I even looked up the lyrics because I was stuck in a loop. I've had to do that before as well, <laughs> where it's like, why do I only have like this small section stuck in my head and the song is this long? Uh, so I've totally had to do that to get myself out of that rut and get to the next verse. Christy says praying was her first song after a two-year battle with her manager who was abusive. So it is a personal, powerful song. There you go. I wondered what the backstory was. Abigail says hashtag seven right on time by Brandy Carlisle. And Stephanie says hashtag seven camouflage by Sabaton. My son, Michael Norton, got me hooked on this song. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Uh, we've got Chris Fiddler here. Hey, man. Hello from Sturgis, South Dakota, the legendary Buffalo Chip. Well, hello, sir. Thank you so much for being here. Glad to hear you made it there safe, and I hope the rest of your time there is fan-freaking-tastic, fun, and safe as well. Uh, Barb said, Jared said, God. Uh, let's see here. We've got uh, Hallie Holmes. Hello, long time no see. Yes, indeed. Where you been, girl? Where you been? We've been missing you. We've been looking for you. Uh, Dean Daisy, Gene Whedon, that's the Whedon Witch, Walks. <laughs> you misspelled rocks. You could have went with walks. The Whedon Witch Walks. Uh, also, good job to you as well, Dean Daisy, on, uh, on your show with Innuendo on Friday night. You guys really kicked a lot of butt. Loved it, loved it. Uh, she says, uh, now you all can stare into each other's eyes romantically. It's hard. It's like, should I look yeah. right at this camera? Yeah. Should I look at this camera? Well, if you're looking at that camera, then we're not staring into each other's eyes. But what if I'm doing well, one of I gotta look at the, like a side I eye? I got to look at my monitor. <laughs> oh, you're giving me the side yeah. eye. Yeah, huh? right there is where, yeah, that's appropriate okay. right there. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to talk to HR about this. <laughs> Puffing stuff? Because <laughs> if so, let me in on that. 
I'm a huge. Uh, don't get me started. I'm, <laughs> no, we're not I'm gonna not go segueing down, down there. Yeah, puffing stuff. Uh, there. <laughs> I almost, I almost did it anyway. All right. Uh, Chris Hankins says hashtag seven. Waylon Jennings, Rose in Paradise. Barb Hensick. Speaking of reaching out to the next generation, Anthony Gomes posted a video of his recent show where he had kids 12 and under come on stage and dance with one of his songs. It was super cool. That is super cool. Uh, I really, really love hearing that. I really enjoy hearing that young people are going out to shows and enjoying things with their families and whatnot. That's that's what it's all about. Kim, uh, Kim, I'm reading too far ahead. Uh, Barb, that is what um, music is, is the the thing that brings people together and it could be the gap bridger between generations and stuff. So I'm really, really happy to hear that. Um, I, I wonder, is there a video of that? Is there anything that we can check out? Uh, it's good to know. Good to know. Kim says, hello. Hello there, Kim. How's it going? Ben's here. Yo, yo, yo. And Deborah says, my boys love Sabaton. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Allie says, I've been here, just not here. Sure, what, whatever that might mean. Uh, she says, I'm hanging out at the cellar for open mic. Awesome place if, if you haven't been. Yeah, I still have not been. Josh, have you been? To- I was there last night. So I, oh. I saw the ABS band. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was actually that? planning on going there after the podcast for their open mic. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, that's where uh, Ben is headed to. He's headed to the cellar right now. Uh, Cameron Klein says, hashtag seven, Daft Punk, touch. I guess that's just the name of the song. Touch. Okay. Got it. Uh, do we have our guest? Not yet. Not yet? Okay. I might check and see if they got the link. Uh, let's see. You know, the Zelda, the link. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wait. That's my nerdy reference. <laughs> the Zelda, the link. Yes, I get it. <laughs> I just did not find it amusing. I'm going to HR too. Um, Barb says, yes, there is video. I'm not sure if it's on his page or the official AG fan page. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, of course, Barb from Amp Entertainment, always on the ball with that kind of stuff. I really, like I said, I really enjoy hearing that. That's cool. Deborah says, honey, it's Cameron Couch. I'm quite, I'm sorry. I did say that, didn't I? It's Cameron Couch. Yeah. I'll get it right eventually. I promise. It may not be the first 38 times, but it'll happen eventually. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, Have you got a response? Uh, yes, but no. Yeah, well, he said he, he can be here, but he can't talk for too long. So uh, I told him whenever he's ready, we're good. Yeah. So yeah. Hopefully, we won't, we won't strap him down and keep yeah. him here. We don't have a real scheduled guest, kind of a last minute thing. Right. A little last minute that's, something. That's something. Yeah. So, Whenever you're ready, sir. Yeah. If you're out there watching. Now's your cue. He's really busy today. We are really lucky to get him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are. Mm-hmm. He's got some, some He's, stuff to work. Yeah. 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 A, lot, a lot of. I'm not even going to go there yet. No, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> do you want to set it up or do you want to wait? I will wait. We'll okay. Wait. All right. Well, then we'll wait. All right. All right, and we're done waiting. We're so. done waiting. <laughs> well, what so, do we want to talk about? That's before? what we get for having short uh, thinking music. Yeah. That's uh, my Jeopardy ripoff music, by the way. If you didn't know, now you know. Uh, what are we talking about? Well, I don't know. Let's um, 
see here. Uh, what did you say you did last night? Can you talk about that? What did I do? Last yeah, you, you uh, said yeah, you went to I the just, cellar. What was an ABS band? Was? Yeah, okay, went there. Saw I'm trying to remember, is that Richie Allen? And I'm trying to think of who all's in that band. Do you know? Uh, Richie Allen is okay. in that. Uh, and uh, Arthur, uh, gosh, uh, Tony Deplacios. Tony Deplacios, yeah, that was here Chris on the Palmer. Okay, mm -hmm. very cool. So. A lot of good musicians i don't know all of them uh apparently i don't travel in their circles very often right but sounds like a lot excellent. of crossover from uh pearl and that kind of stuff mm -hmm. yeah two two very good group uh it was hopping here and then i came out to see uh sequel dose yeah that, and that's yeah. what uh ben russell said i'm glad you said it uh mm -hmm. sequel dose at the riff was awesome yeah that's right that's who was here last night how was that that was a really good show. Very entertaining. Uh, club was hopping and it looked great. Yeah. I did see that Rico streamed like the entire thing. I don't yeah. know. That's so smart. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it did seem to be a really cool show. And uh, seeing some of the footage, like, for example, that Ben got and whatnot, uh, it looks like a great time. Yeah. I was, uh, I was in. I was watching the Olympics, guys. I'm addicted. <laughs> Was men's diving on? No, oh, oh, don't get me started. We, we will talk on that here in a little bit, but no. Um, no. <laughs> Let's see here. We've got uh, Kim Garmory with a good question. I'd, I think it's supposed to be if. If you guys were going to nominate a hashtag seven, what would it be? Hmm. hmm. Good question. Well, I've got. See, for me, I. I I've got it in my head, this, like, try to expose people to something different. So I'm not going right. to go like, oh, Paradise City, Guns N' Roses. Um, you should know that song. And if you don't. Right. Of course you do. You're, I mean, you wouldn't be here watching the show if you didn't know that song. Yeah. And if you're nominating stuff like that, you know, Jared likes. Right. And, and I'm so not going to rank pretty highly. So. Right. Yeah. And, then, and if you want to nominate good music, Jared, he's not going to like it. I mean. Nominated Kings. I tried to bring you around to Kings X. You, you honestly tried, and I honestly yeah. rated it. <laughs> I did. I will say, I thought before hearing, not even before hearing, from hearing just snippets. I can't believe I just said that incorrectly on purpose. Uh, from hearing snippets, mm -hmm. not snippets, um, of Kings X, I was like, nah, not my cup of tea. But you opened the door to for me to be able to change my mind and say. Not my cup of tea, but I totally get why right. they're an influence, and I totally get why they have a following. Right. It's just not my cup of tea. So it's it's a different perspective, the same answer, the same outcome, but at least I you you opened it up. Right. So. And then since you ranked them that low every time I've nominated in the past, it was just a torture. I know, and I love that part. <laughs> <laughs> there there may have been some that was like, you know, that's actually pretty good, but I'm just not gonna tell them. Um. <laughs> So we get like a number five, and I'm like, it deserves a number five, but I've got to pretend it's a number seven song. Yeah. Uh, Barb says, here is the link to the Anthony Gomes video with kids. Very cool. Uh, so check that out after you're done watching us. Uh, Deborah says, Richie and his dad. Really? I forgot that uh, his dad, I, I did know that. You just triggered a memory of that. Forgot that uh, Richie's dad used to play here as well. Okay, there you go. Uh, Aaron... Ernie, excuse me, Ernie Bedell and his dad also. Yeah. Uh, Joshua is, it's Arthur Duncan. Arthur Duncan. I work with the guy. I just, I blanked out on the last name. Gotcha. 
Um, Dean Daisy says, Identity Crisis rocked Friday night. First time I got to see them live. Go see them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was. I'm, I enjoy them. Do you? I do. <laughs> Uh, I enjoy I enjoy exactly that bands that have not yet played together and getting a chance to kind of cross pollinate and and share audiences and and get double exposure cross pollinate the only time double exposure is good or cross pollination well (laughs) maybe so maybe so Uh, still don't have anybody backstage here by the way sir okay Um, Ben says working on a picture presentation now it's cool. Love my life. That's really cool, man. I'm I'm excited for you. Excited to hear that things are going well. And uh yay for new passions, man. I'm I'm digging it. I'm digging it a lot. Helly says, uh, I love seeing all these bands that haven't played in forever get back together for little reunion shows. Yeah, it's really fun. And I know some of these, I'm gonna I'll, I'll mention my own band in that vein because it's been almost two years. It has been almost exactly two years since I've uh, been on stage with my band and played so it's not really a reunion because it's not like we didn't go anywhere we've been writing songs and recording and all this stuff behind the scenes but as far as public perception it's it's a hey we're back mm-hmm. kind of thing so looking forward to that and i agree it is very cool to see some of these bands uh because with all this pandemic stuff you wonder you're like are they even still a thing right. do, i mean do they have a big falling out i don't hear anything from them i haven't seen anything on their pages and uh, so it is. It's nice to hear some of these bands that have been around for a while get back on stage and show us why they've been around for so long. Yeah. It was good seeing Richard the other night, too. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen him out in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, been super busy with uh, with his job and stuff. And um, he's a nurse, isn't he? he? He's a pharmacist. Pharmacist. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. And his wife actually is a traveling nurse. And so that plus uh, balancing family stuff, yeah. you know, kid in middle school, kid in high school. Uh, it's it's been a lot, so it is it was cool, and I had such a freaking blast with him and and our uh, mutual friend Donnie uh, out at the show, yeah. and d- drinks were flowing. Uh, we were we were like back in the sound booth area, and then the the seats behind that there at the riff. We were having our own little private party concert. It was fantastic. I loved it so much, and uh, yeah, thanks thanks for having me there at the show. By the way, no problem. It was, it was really fun. Thanks for doing the lights. Oh, you you're welcome. Look amazing. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate we need that. all the help. Well, most of us need all the help. We <laughs> I can't make you sound pretty, but I could, by no. God, make you look pretty. Uh, Deborah says, hashtag King's X rules. <laughs> uh, Christy says, definitely it was a great weekend for music. So glad to see it all going down. Yeah, we definitely miss you, Christy. I uh, hope to see you out again soon. But I know what it's like if you're busy with work and stuff, too. I get that. I get it. Ben says, identity crisis killed it. Enough said. And we left it for dead. <laughs> there was blood on the That's dance right. floor. <laughs> we buried it in a shallow grave. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see here. I wonder if we've gotten a... Um... Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. He, well, he's, our he's our guest has seen the link to the uh, to the podcast. Yeah, he, so Again, he's, he's busy. He's got other things he's, in his life. He can't, he's got friends he can't in hold... high places. He can't put his life on hold for a silly little, little local us. podcast. Right. Yeah. A little podcast. Well. What you want to talk about? Oh, man. I almost went to some lyrics there that would have been highly inappropriate. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's talk, talk about. about yeah. I yeah. Figure, you got I, it. I know where you your brain it. goes. Yeah. No. So you, you brought this up a minute ago. Uh, was I watching diving? No. I have actually been watching a lot of everything. And um, 
it's been a lot of fun. I don't know. Are you are you into Olympic stuff at all? Not really. I am not. No. Nope. And I, I totally last, get that. Last Olympics I really was kind of into was like ninety whatever. Gotcha. So I grew up and we were kind of kind of into the Olympics. I mean, it wasn't like what I am now. Um, and it wasn't until uh, Beijing of 2008, and I worked at uh, Mojo Pie Salon here in town. I was a hairstylist, for those of you who don't know. I, was, I did hair for 16 years. The girl that I worked next to was dating a guy that went to the Olympics. So they went to China um, for the Olympics and whatnot. And so we, we were heavily invested in that. And ever since then, um, I, I've been all in for both Winter and Summer Olympics. And uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun to follow. So if you follow it, you know how good it's been. If you don't, you don't care. Cool. Get it. Got it. Moving on. Uh, ben says, bye, guys. Seller bound. Much love. Be safe, brother. Yeah, probably see you a little later, Ben, if you're going to be there for a while. See ya. <laughs> uh, yeah, still got nothing. Uh, he said he's going to be in about five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. All right. We could. We could. We can, we can hang with that. There's uh, other things I've got written down to talk about, but I right. don't want to open that can of worms until, until after that can, uh, right. can of worms has been opened. Oh, yeah. Boy, is it a can of worms. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what have uh, we done? Yeah. Uh, Christy says, oh, random thought. You guys need to review low-rated slash bad-reviewed albums and see if they deserve the hate, etc. Ooh. I mean, girl. That is a great idea, Christy. We may have to. Can you write that down for me? Low. I will forget that. Okay, and that is, me... I agree with you. That is a really fantastic idea. What would be some, um, what's some material? I mean, obviously Nickelback, Creed, <laughs> you know, all the, all, what, all the, the ones that get hate. bands. The ones that get hate that made. Hootie and the Blowfish. Creed's first album, dude. Was Don't get me started. Bad. I'm a Creed fan and I God, have no yeah. freaking shame. Yeah. All of it. Love so, it. uh, poorly rated albums. How about that? There you go. Um, Need to review low-rated slash bad-reviewed albums and see if they deserved the hate, etc. Now, are we talking, Christy? Are we talking like um, Rolling Stone rate them badly? Those type of things, like industry standard things, or just that, probably general perception? General perception, because like maybe like whenever Kiss took off the makeup for "Lick It Up" and well, well, no, there's a lot of times where Rolling Stone and the industry will say these. This is incredible and awesome and it's to make like you just, think that it's incredible and awesome yeah and yeah. it's just weird and people are like well only stone likes it so i guess we probably ought to right you know it's, and then you listen to it's like mm, i'm not sure hmm. uh here we go uh julia says music from the elder by kiss that's the one i was thinking of not uh not look it up hmm. uh dog eat dog by warrant Van Halen 3. That is a good album. Doggy Dog. I've had it, and it has got some killer songs. Yeah. The song Andy Warhol Was Right is one of my favorite songs. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you? Do you know that song? I don't. I think it's I've heard song. of it. I don't know if I've heard it. Mm -hmm. um, Stephanie says, Stephen has been watching Olympics, which means so have I. <laughs> uh, must be most of the time. I couldn't care less, but I have been impressed by a few events. Yeah. So the volleyball has been really fun to watch. Obviously, a lot of the swimming and, and diving. I mean, it is what it is. Um, let's see. Here. I'm trying to think what else I watched. We watched a lot of the, the track and field stuff. Uh, we, this morning, we're watching BMX uh, racing, not racing, uh, like tricks and that kind of stuff. That was really fun, entertaining. 
Um, yeah, there's been some controversy and stuff too. Even as even this morning, it was. Uh, yeah, like I said, I don't want to go into it if not everybody's into it. But uh, it's been pretty pretty good. Barb says, I don't know if we want to go there here, but what's the scoop on what's been <laughs> vaguely? Uh, what's the scoop on what I've been vaguely hearing about some musicians crashing, crashing a show this weekend? I have no idea what she's talking about. No? No. Hmm. <laughs> More on that in a minute. I'll say that. Uh, Chrissy says, I'm talking documented reviewed. Okay. Okay. Deborah says, I want to talk about Joshua's post about crashing the door. I always pay a cover. Uh, I always pay the door unless it's unless it was my show. I have seen the doorman let their buddies in without paying and touring bands, not just local shows. Good to know. Um, that's that's what guys. I'll, I'll be the one to pull the cat out of the bag on this. That's what. Boom. That's what we're waiting on. <laughs> We gonna get to the bottom yeah. of it, right here, right here. Oh, yeah. oh, I heard it. Up, oh, sounds like someone. Oh, 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 there he goodness. is. All right, so uh, let's see here, Joshua. Let's. Um, what do we need to turn on to? I'm going to. Let's go to you. Okay. There we go, and we'll go ahead and bring in our guest, and I'm going to hand it all over to you. All righty, so sounds good. Go ahead and welcome who we've got. All right, we would like to welcome to the show now, Mister Drew Biney. <laughs> hey, hey, are you there, Drew? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, do we actually have him up? I, yeah. I don't. I don't see him on my screen. Oh, I'll yeah. I'll fix that for you. You got that? Okay. So, people are talking, dude. Yeah. 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 What in the wide world of sports is going on? Well, I think there's a few factors at play. One, just, uh, you know, just trying to have a good time on a, on a Friday night, <laughs> horse around with your buddies. Yeah. <laughs> as about yourselves, you know, normal stuff. Yeah. Oh, come on. You don't need to be that close. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so let's give them, let's give them a little bit of history of what happens. Yeah. I think we need to re I mean, there's yeah. a lot of, a lot of nuance here. Um, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I had a lot of people tell me that this didn't make any sense. And why did you do this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but to us, it made perfect sense. So we were at, yeah. the right. Me and yeah, we were, we were at the riff. Um, and I don't remember what we said, but I, I said, to Josh, I said, um oh okay <laughs> sorry there's Steven spark <laughs> uh i said you know josh i really have always wanted a nemesis and tom thought that was really funny and he was like man it would be really funny if you guys like really had a thing like really got in a fight or really fighting and i said well we should just do that like let's let's tell everyone that we're fighting <laughs> yeah we really never got to that point really no we didn't it, 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 we, we were gonna like make this a big thing on social media but it kind of got out of our hands real quick didn't it it was something that we wanted to go on for like we thought maybe weeks yeah. and it was within 12 hours we were like this is probably just <laughs> yeah, probably really stop this. <laughs> <laughs> but you know well, what i made that post and I never said anybody, I never revealed it publicly. I, I mentioned it to a couple people. Um, 
but other than that there was nothing public about it uh and it was just a made up thing you know you didn't yeah. you didn't i didn't see anyone coming in that didn't pay um yeah yeah i mean there was nothing ever malicious except for the fact that we lied to our friends uh, <laughs> I guess that could be malicious. You know, we it, that was a little malicious, I think, because you know the people in our lives, the music scene, you know, for the most part, they actually like us. I think, I hope so. Uh, oh, when they feel like there's something weird going on, you know, they're 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 affected by that, right? And I mean, that's something that I definitely did not think about at all. Right. It was there was that's no part of this. That like, oh, this is going to hurt my friend's feelings, yeah, <laughs> because I'm lying about myself. You know, and I don't know. It was just kind of a fun little experiment initially. And then it just, it kind of got out of control, but I think that it did highlight a few, um, a few important things that actually we, we probably need to talk about. In the, right. In the- and if you read the post, it just says, I don't care what your rep is in the town. Right. If you're a musician, you need to play, play music. And everybody assumed, even though I didn't say there was anyone specific, everyone assumed that. I was talking about someone specific. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I, I mean, I talked to a few people about it and I don't think anyone assumed that it was me. Um, I did walk in. I mean, we walked in the riff and acted like mad at each other and <laughs> Deb and asked, like, what's going on? And I was like, well, this freaking guy uh, was getting up my, up my butt about not paying cover. And well, you like, for sure insinuated that Drew had a reputation. I mean, can we all agree on that? Did I? <laughs> You're like, I don't care what's your reputation. So, no, I didn't I didn't well, I didn't it, even get to it, the point to reveal that it was Drew at that point. Right. No, that's but, what I'm saying. But no, it said all I said was I don't care what your rep is in this town. Yeah. You know, you right. need to pay your cover if you're a musician. Which is true. Which is true. It goes over anybody. And then, you know, when because I because I did lie to my friends, I lied to Steven and Deb and told them that we had this beef going on. And then <laughs> and then I showed them a post. Mm-hmm. Right, that you may look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so they were, they were upset. It, they, they, no one that saw that would have assumed it was me, but they knew that it was about me because I lied to them. Right. Because I thought it'd be funny, and it right. was really funny. And then it like started a big conversation, and I realized I very quickly had to mess up. You know, like okay, right. this is not this is not the joke that I hoped to be. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was cool to see some responses on social media. I mean, as an experiment itself, uh, it did solicit a lot of conversation and a lot of opinion. It really did, and some stuff that needed to be said and needed to be talked about. Yeah, yeah, and so like the cover charge thing, man. I've always been, I've always been very proactive in making sure I pay a cover. I don't ever walk into a, a venue and expect special treatment or anything because. That's not what being a part of an artistic community is about. You know, it, it takes that support to get support. And if you're not doing that with, you know, real, like a genuine um, perspective, it's it's going to be pretty obvious. There's going to be telltale signs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, you know, the other thing that probably ought to touch base on is that People were speculating. And the rumor mill. Yeah, the rumor mill. I I, mean, it started immediately. So obviously, uh, guilty by association. And I had freaking nothing to do with this crap. 
uh, <laughs> I had people blowing me up, and it was the same kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. um, oh, what, what, what? Who is it? What's? Yeah, this? And I'm what's like, it? why is this the effing lifeblood of our community right. gossip <laughs> instead of you know? It, and I'm like, God, that drives me nuts. I highlighted that more than anything right. out of this whole situation to me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like, I mean, that's a that's a that's a toxic thing in any group. But again, like to be a part of an artistic community, um, we, we talk, I've talked a lot for years about what a great supportive music community Springfield is. I see a lot of support for musicians. You can go to any, any show in town and you're going to see a bunch of other musicians from other bands in in the room. And that's really cool. You don't see that in a lot of places. Um, but if that's as far as it goes, if it's not genuine support, you know, um, <laughs> And you're just going there so you can talk shit about somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably don't. We probably don't need you, honestly. You know, like yeah. that's not really cool. And if that's your whole, pro- and it's easy to get caught up in it, you want to know. You want to know who did the thing. <laughs> right. You don't want to be the odd man out. Nobody does. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it's like, man, if some, if, if nothing happened, if there's no bad thing happened and people are talking about it like it did happen, you're really hurting somebody's life and livelihood, or at least their feelings. Yeah. Um, and if something really bad did happen or something, you know, that's, you don't really know the details of, but you know, there's a, some complication in somebody's life. Why don't you just respect their privacy and their space and hope they get the help they need or things can resolve. Um, right. To speculate on the negative aspects of somebody's life isn't really something I aspire to do. Right. So I got to say for the record, the, yes. per- the person in question regarding your post was drew biney yeah it was supposed to be like the first shot of setting up a beef okay yeah but yes yes okay it was supposed to be and for the record there is no beef right there is absolutely okay, no my beef. part here is done we were <laughs> and we've got the we got the facebook I, message threads where we're laughing about it it's saying have you right. seen this have you seen this good yeah. yeah no we were we were enjoying it up until the point where we saw it getting out of control and so, we're getting we have people yeah, I've got to uh, I've got to do a little reveal here myself. So uh-huh. I actually back in the day it was and I can say this, especially now that we've made up um, Dan Fritz and I obviously used to have this hate each other kind of thing. And I was like, wouldn't it be cool if if I could squash that beef and then still have that where everybody knows, oh, Dan doesn't like Jared and Jared doesn't like Dan. And it would be the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, we can we can go up and rush on stage and like grab their guitars and play a song and people will be like, oh, my God. Um, but obviously, both parties have to be able to work that out and right. be like, hey, we're cool. And I know that, but we'll, we'll pretend to keep this thing going. The reason that never took off and not even just with that band was exactly where you guys are right. that quickly. It's mm-hmm. like it, it, no, nobody gets it. Right. <laughs> they take things way too seriously. And. To a certain extent, I'm glad that they do because that means that they're sticking up for people or sticking up for a cause. Right. But it's like, don't ride that horse if you don't know all the details either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Barb says, uh, Drew, my favorite dispensary owner, Easy Mountain in Republic, Missouri. <laughs> yeah, how's that going, by the way? When you're on the show, you guys hadn't yet opened it and were getting ready to launch that. Yeah. Uh, how's business been? How's everything going with that? Uh, it's amazing. It's fascinating. It's challenging. But to see such a wide spectrum of of humans or my neighbors you know people in this community that are benefiting from from cannabis um to see the quality of their life improve day after day to see that personal testimony from people is absolutely yeah. awesome that's awesome man that's yeah. very cool and, and you know i think what you're doing is is, a, is an amazing thing there are so many 
benefits uh, to what you're doing health wise for people. I, I work with people who have mental illness and sometimes that's like the only thing that really helps them. Yeah, man. So, I mean, we had, we've had people come in and um, I can't say any names. I never re- reveal anybody's uh, privacy, but um, you know, people that come in and, and we'll make a, a real point to stop and say, you know, I've been on pills for two or three years and I've not taken a single pill in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. My are, are gone. My, you know, my, my way better than they do, et cetera, et cetera. And it, man, it really gives, it gives me goosebumps right now talking about it, but to see somebody, right. to see that low human return, it's a blessing to be able to try for sure. You know what I see in that too, Drew, is it's a lot like music in the sense of it's something that you're super passionate about and that people can benefit from. And you're able to step back and see that. That's really cool too, just to see you follow what you're passionate about and what's in your heart and for other people to, to kind of jump on board with that. You see, this is why no one would believe that there was a real beef between us. You're <laughs> such a great guy. I know, right? And I, I will say you, I, I absolutely loathe his razor. <laughs> Because he's missing a little something, but you know, beyond that, he's a good dude. Dude, I kept yeah. walking in bars and somebody grabbed my ass and go, oh, you're not Jared. <laughs> What's funny is I literally have had that happen for real. And wait a minute, you're not Drew. <laughs> have you guys ever thought about starting a Nelson cover band? <laughs> uh, we can't reveal that, Josh. Okay. We've got to start more rumors, see. And- hey, guys, I got to get off here. But All right, dude. Thank you for uh, coming in and talking. I'm sorry to anyone that was negatively impacted by my malicious. Yes, this is our mea culpa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. We'll see you. Thanks, man. Bye, Drew. There you go. There you go. So that was my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did it to yourself, man. I we, did. <laughs> we did. We did. You know, we, we were thinking along the lines of Andy Kaufman and just kind of doing this. Yep. No, like I said, I a hundred percent totally get it. And it is smart marketing, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cost of that marketing outweighs the, the end right. result. Right. Yeah. yeah. We we learned that the people closest to you need to be into that. They do. And here's the thing too, you and and I know I'll repeat stuff that we talked about, but um you don't want to tick off the people that are coming to bat for you either. Right. Because those people are, I mean so important to our lives, whether it's personally, whether it's with fans or whatever, the people that'll have your back, you know, your gang, you don't want to, you don't want to put them on the wrong side of the tracks, if you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see here. We've got, uh, let's go to the comments. Christy said that, that did blow up, but the combos were great. They really, really <laughs> were. There, yeah. there needs to be some conversations. I will say this, um, as an outsider and as somebody that's, here all the time at Classic Rock Coffee and the Riff and stuff. The only, the only thing that I had a an, a problem with was um the other bystanders, not the people that went to bat. But man, that kind of makes the door guy look bad too, doesn't it? Like, oh, that door guy should have been doing his job or whatever. Well, you don't know the policy, but right. you just you see this post. Right. So, um, that was my only thing. I'm like, that doesn't always look good on whoever's working the door or the venue itself or that kind of thing. And that was my, like, I'm just going to sit back here and see how it all plays out. So, uh, nonetheless, you did, you do bring up a good point that needs to be made that y'all need to pay your damn covers. And in general, my two cents at all, on top of that is businesses, venues, bars, et cetera, need to have a clear and concise 
we take a cover charge until 12 o'clock and after that it's in free or 1230 or 1 right. or so the or, last three songs or whatever yeah. or and at, that needs to be discussed with the band so the band knows what's up too mm-hmm. or at like at 11 o'clock it drops to half price right or 12 o'clock it drops to half price Whatever Something it may like be, that. but it, it needs to be known. Yeah. And, and, and consistent. And Drew and I were both of the opinion that, you know, don't, we don't, we aren't, if you don't have the funds to come to the show and you want to come to the show, let the band know. You know, if you're coming in late, right. They're not really going to have a major issue with it, you know, so, or don't go at all. You know, it's, it's, uh, most most people aren't going to care at that point, especially toward the e- end of the evening. But uh, if if you go in and thinking you know it's late in the evening, no one's going to charge me, then that that's a problem, you know. Right. Um, Tara had some really great comments on and some ideas, like, but she's coming from also being a club owner and um, as well as a performer. So, um. But yeah, I, I suggest that anyone who is interested in that read the comments. Uh, maybe we'll get some stuff worked out. I don't know. Yep. Main thing is don't be a cheapo uh, right. if you want to go to Home Depot. No. Right. <laughs> um, look, man, it's it's the old um, it's entertainment. It's it not really just is. going to watch some local band. If you're going to go to a movie, you're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to sneak in the back theater or I'm going to whatever um because you're affecting somebody directly uh especially local this is local right. <laughs> it's like yeah, you're not going to go into into whatever local restaurant and be like oh i'm going to go in the kitchen and sneak a little plate of this like bullshit you're, you're stealing from people right. and it's the same thing and and it's this in this case it's your friends it's mm-hmm. the people you think you're supporting mm-hmm. I, i'll digress yeah. uh bobby hoskins says springfield eating up drama and regurgitating <laughs> and obsessing over it that's a first <laughs> exactly you know really there, there hasn't been a whole lot of drama there, i will say <laughs> <laughs> i will say and maybe i'm wrong and if i'm wrong i'm wrong you could be i feel like we've gotten better i feel I like so i feel and i don't know if it's this pandemic if it's all just me and my podcast or uh <laughs> kidding um I, I feel like people are ready for togetherness not just physically like oh let's go to shows but mentally like let's be a part of something let's be a group let's be a community um and therefore you kind of air out some of that crap and you don't worry about stuff you don't get hung up on stuff Mm -hmm. um i will say from your situation and i was one of those but there's others i respect those people that went directly to the source not like oh i'm gonna make my own little thing here and blow it out of proportion or whatever whatever Mm -hmm. Or, hey, I just, I'm going to comment here so I can get all the notifications so I can see who it is and try to be all sneaky deaky about it. Like, go to the source. That's how you kill this crap. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, it was, it was just a little social experiment that uh, I think may have done some good. I mean, yeah. it proved your point. Yeah. Yeah. And what you were saying is that about it getting better, you know, early on after the club started, the people that were going to the shows were the musicians. Correct. And so I Period. think <laughs> I think we realize as a community that we've we missed it so much not being able to play uh, that we we had really forgotten how much performing meant to us and it was, you got to the point prior to that it's who can get the better gigs right um, and then nobody had any gigs exactly yeah I went from more 
uh, competition to more community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And what's really cool is that as things are picking up, I can at the at, at the gig that we played there were a lot of musicians there and at the gig last night with sequel dose there were a lot of musicians there um yeah so it's it's carrying on um people are going out and seeing live music especially the musicians right they're supporting other groups which yep. is which is good and now, I, just, I feel too like people are starting to get outside of those circles you know right. like what you were saying like you went and watched uh, abs band last night uh-huh. You still can't name all the people, and that's okay. Right. <laughs> you were still you were there supporting right. and 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 taking it in, and dude, that's where it starts. Uh-huh. So kudos to you, and kudos to people that are doing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Chrissy says it's funny how people are so quick to talk behind closed doors, but won't confirm anything with actual people involved. Uh, somewhere around here. Oh, that's close enough. Uh, yeah, that's that's spot on. That's exactly it, Christy. Uh, I want to fix this here real quick so that Josh can see the uh, the comments. Yeah, <laughs> I see you keep reaching <laughs> yeah. back there to try to look at those. So I want to make it to where it's a little bit easier. On and you. Uh, you know, I purposely didn't tell you that night. Uh, yeah, to, to torture you. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and and full disclosure, I did the first night. Yeah. As soon as it happened, I'm like, hey, what the hell? <laughs> like, I, don't know. I don't know, man. I'm really tired, yeah. which is really funny because it was like. I don't know. I mean, it was late. It was like one o'clock, but I'm like, or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, it okay. was one o'clock. But I'm like, man, there's been times where we've talked to each other at two or whatever in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, this is not what? No, I'm I like, purposely right. did that to you let didn't you seem that tired two hours ago. Purposely did that to let you stew overnight. You <laughs> son of a gun. So I'm sorry if I hurt you. You hurt my feelings. I did. <laughs> All right. So I think I've got that saved. Okay. All right. Uh, Liz says, yes, you should. Uh, Julie says, yes, sing love and affection. I don't know what you're talking about, y'all. What is this? Uh, what I miss here, Josh? I don't know. Oh, the Nelson cover band. All I need is your love and affection. No? You're not are you not a fan of Nelson? Who? Nelson. Ricky Nelson's boy. Matthew Will, and Gunner. Willie Nelson? Ricky Nelson. Willie Nelson? Ricky. Then no. <laughs> Matthew and Gunner, the blonde twins from the late eighties, early nineties? Oh. Okay, that's gonna be my seven. There seven. you go. Affection. There you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. I. I gotta. I'm gonna start taking notes here because I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna get behind and I'm gonna forget stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. I want to get to these comments here. Okay. Before we get too far behind on those, because yeah. Dean says, "Love you, Drew." And uh, Liz says, "Still waiting." Well, you're gonna be waiting a while, girl, because I don't know it. <laughs> Uh, Terry's here. He says, laugh my ass off at a Nelson cover band. <laughs> I'm going to Google him. I'll Google him on the, uh, on the next break here and, and okay. see what I can see what I see. Deborah says, if you go in after cover, hit that tip jar. Yeah. Yeah. That was something that, uh, Deb said, Christy brought up, uh, and that's exactly right. Like you still, it's not like it's a freebie. Like you right. still should throw them a little something. Doesn't have to be a lot. I mean, if you got, if you've got like, I've, I've been. I have been guilty of this. I used to carry a shitload of cash all the time, and now I carry zero. Um, and so there will be times like I'll go to the store, or whatever, and I'll get like two dollars in, in physical bills back, and that'll be all I have. And so, like, if if for example, if whatever you're going to, at which most of the bars nowadays can take card at the door, so that's not a big deal. But if I didn't, if they didn't, I would still take those two bucks and throw them in the in the tip jar and be like, 
and only do two dollars this time because that's all I got. But next time I'll do more. You know? Do, do you know of like any bands that do like PayPal for tips? That's an interesting idea. That is an interesting idea. I don't know. Just but have a. It would like, be interesting. A, so I have. You know how banners that groups have would have like their YouTube address and their Facebook address and stuff oh, like that. Oh yeah. They put a PayPal address. So if they want to tip during the show and they don't have. Yeah. Uh, Liz said yes. Some do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. That's yeah. that's a really. Because we are going more and more cashless, dude. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, that's that's a good thought, actually. Or uh, and it could be it could be, yeah, it could be PayPal, Cash App, it could be yeah. all that kind of stuff, uh -huh. all, Venmo, all that all that crap that we've got here yeah. that nobody uses. Mm. Um, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> Jessica Jones says hi, Joshua Pool. Hi, Jessica Jones. Are hi, gonna... Jared Isaacs. Hi, Jessica Jones. <laughs> you got to say hi, Jessica Jones. It's got to be the full thing. I did. I know you do. Oh, but in the future, make sure. you. Oh, it's, absolutely. It's, it's it is a thing. I got to ask Liz Deck. She says she's friends with Gunner. OK, now, is she actually friends or is that like a Facebook friend? Because that's pretty cool. Gunner Nelson, Nelson Gunner. Yeah. OK, Gunner Nelson. Yeah. Matthew and Gunner. They are Ricky Nelson's. I don't know if you know who Ricky Nelson is, but. I mean, he was a big deal. Back I have, in the 50s. Here's what I here's what I have a feeling of. It's right. He's right. I have a feeling royalty. I'm going to pull up a Google picture of it. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Once, once you see them, you will recognize them. And there's a chance I'll be like, yeah, no clue, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, actual friends. She said. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Jessica said, it is a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> uh, Liz also says, plus they can put it on your tab too. The door charge. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, before a lot of them started accepting cards at the door, uh, that is what they used to do. Uh, Terry says you can also tip through Messenger. There you go. That's good That's to know good for idea. those of you who yeah. don't know. Deborah says the Nelson twins, LHD's long haired dudes. Still not ringing a bell for me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to. Uh... Liz says yes, both. Can't believe you don't know them, Jared. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Deborah says, do they have a place to tip the band like they do servers? So a tip jar is all I know of. Like, yeah. And I know a lot of bands don't put a tip jar on stage, yeah. which is weird. And normally kind of it's an afterthought. It is 100%. It really is. Yeah. It's you're getting everything set up. And I can't tell you how many times that someone's actually brought a tip jar up to gigs that I've played because we've just never thought about bringing our own. Yep. Um. John Boos uh, brought something up that I was going to bring up. As you could see, I I always I'm trying to figure out which camera to go to. As you could see right here, uh, I too have a square. Um, John says we Wicked Shimmy have a square reader uh, to take cards for merch and have had people add extra for tip or just a tip by itself. Nothing on the banner yet though. Yeah, so I really like Josh's idea of incorporating that on your on your banner and stuff or on you know, a show flyer on whatever so that people get an idea. And you don't yeah. have to, you don't have to spell it out. People know what logos are. So just put the little PayPal logo. Um, and yeah, good stuff. But yeah, I'm, I'm like you, John, I have a, a square reader that I use for all kinds of stuff. Actually, this is, I, I got this from when we were in Sunset Strip and, and started doing merch with that. Um, and it, it comes in handy. So if your band hasn't looked into this stuff like this, you really should because it's, it's missed opportunities. And right now I'm telling you guys, you need to be taking all these opportunities that you can while, businesses down because mm -hmm. of the pandemic and stuff i mean it's 
you, you got to look for opportunities and you got to take them when you do. Mm-hmm. Mike McCorder says Nelson was a C League band full of good players that came uh, to the party late. Okay, so that it's may true. be why it is. They they got in right at the end of uh, glam metal stuff, uh, and I, I would rate them a little bit higher than a C just because they were filled with really good players. Gotcha. Uh, but I would give them maybe a B. They weren't the best, but they you know weren't the best, weren't the worst. No, gotcha. I'm going to while you're while you're on that. I realize that this screen on the computer is not um, not being shown, so I will actually because my my curiosity is killing me. What what are you looking for? <laughs> Who the Nelson brothers are? Oh gosh, is that what they're called, Nelson brothers? The group was called Nelson. Okay. Mm-hmm. First thing pulls up is Nelson Mandela. See, so it's a Mandela effect, and there yes. actually never was a Nelson band. The more you know. Yes. <laughs> Um, I want images because I just want to see what they look like. Okay. Um, that's them. Yep, that's them. No clue. They they look vaguely familiar, but I have no clue. Can't live without your love, love and, and affection. affection. Is that like were they a one hit wonder essentially? Honest, basically, honestly, would, basically, yeah. Yeah. So that would, I mean, and, and I might have heard of the song and been like, oh, yeah, I know the song, but I never knew who sang it. Mm-hmm. The chances are low uh, based on after even seeing them. So I don't know. Mate, mate. Interesting. Uh, let's get back over here to the comments. And we've got uh, Deb says, I can't live without you, your love and affection. I can't face another night on my own. The Nelson twins. Come on, Jared. What year? What year are we talking here? 83 85 uh, no later way later that. it's more like 91 91 yeah so grunge is making its appearing, gotcha. rearing its ugly head <laughs> so again and i i've i've kind of talked about this my musical journey was um at that time i was country period mm-hmm. <laughs> um, i hadn't yet circled back around to get from old school rock rolling stones beals etc to acdc metallica motley crew da 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 um, so I was stuck in country. So this may be a reason why I totally missed Nelson. Right. Um, because they weren't mainstream. Obviously, there's things that went through that was mainstream. They're like, and, oh, yeah, I know the song. And even heavy metal, glam metal was starting to get a more harder edge mm-hmm. because of groups like Guns N' Roses right. and stuff like that. So when they came on the scene, they they looked to be like the pretty boys. Gotcha. So. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Julia says, have you... Build out the hashtag seven nominations. Can we yeah. add love and affection by Nelson yeah, as a at large nomination? Yeah. 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 Joshua's got that under under control. Yeah, we, we need some more. I think that's number five, actually. Is it? Yeah, I think we need Really? Yeah. That may be five or six, but we are we're somebody had said something earlier. Dang it. See, I have such a bad memory. Um I, man. I feel like it might have been Christy or somebody said something about some song and said, can we add that as uh, hashtag seven? I don't remember. Well, that was just Julia Lake Hobb. No, no, no. Before this, like 10 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago. Uh, Liz Dex says, there is a label that did it because of Nirvana. Mike says, uh, I only say C because of timing. Uh, the yeah. third and final wave. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. 
Um, John Booth says Bobby Rock, not Bob Rock, was the drummer for Nelson. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Deborah says, I'm I'm a karaoke you this song. Please do. Please do. 92, Liz said. Okay, 91. Somewhere around there. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, that was right when grunge was getting real, was big, so. <laughs> Terry's barking up my tree. Uh, CS avoided Nelson covers like the plague. <laughs> Crimson Steel. Yeah, uh, I, I could imagine. Mike says, a great book that came out recently called Nothing But a Good Time is a must-read for us 80s kids. Gives a very interesting and different take on the whole grunge transition. Highly recommend reading it. Okay. 80s kids, is that what you said it is? Uh, nothing but a good time. Nothing but a good time, okay. Well, man, nothing. <clears throat> I'll okay, have to I'm find good. it on audio because um, I don't like reading. <laughs> same. Uh, I have to read. Deborah says, hashtag seven, Garden Party by Ricky Nelson. There you go. You got that one? Uh, one second. <laughs> man, my... my your phone's giving you my fits. Me- well, my messages don't doesn't seem like it's getting them all because I can't find Julia's about adding the, the hashtag seven on there. Interesting. Joshua's got all kinds of controversy. Okay, there's first it was party. no door cover. Ricky now Nelson it's like, oh, I didn't dad. get your hashtag seven. Ricky Nelson is their dad. He was like a teen heartthrob in the fifties. Hmm. He was on also. Uh, he was on a television show. Um, Ozzy and Harriet. Oh, you know they are. Ozzy and yes, yeah. but no, yeah. I know of them. Ricky Nelson was the kid on Ozzy and Harriet. Gotcha. Those were Ozzy and Harriet Nelson, I believe. The only thing that comes to mind and rings a bell so, when you say these names is Ricky. Don't lose a number. All I got. Okay, so we should be good now with uh, okay. Julia Lay doing the uh, love and affection and Ricky Nelson. Mike says, what's funny is, as much as I like some grunge bands, it crashed and burned fast. Yes, it did. Grunge? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was a very short-lived period, but it was also very important, um, in my opinion, especially once uh, Hootie and the Blowfish got involved. Right. right. Liz Dex says... Well, they were the defining sound <laughs> of grunge. Of course. Uh, that was the turning point, too. It really was. Uh, that's why uh, old... Uh, doggone it. Darius Rucker went out on his own. Uh, Liz said they also had Joey uh, Cathart, Cathcart. How do you say that? Cathcart? And Austrian guitar player. Hmm. Mike says the audio is what I have, and it's awesome to listen to. Liz says, yes, they are their grandparents. Ozzy and Harriet. Gotcha. Nelson. Gotcha, gotcha. Who do you? So, I, yeah, their, uh, their family's been in like Hollywood royalty for since like the late. 40s, early 50s. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, ooh, Deb Klein coming in hot. I don't think Hootie is grunge. Girl. <laughs> of course they're not. Uh, Julia says, here's a local band that wrote a song about death of hair metal. It's called The Day Rock and Roll Died. And hmm, what's the name of this band? I think it was Bender. Bender? Hmm. Seems indeed. like I've heard of that. Right. Group. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right. All right. So I'm, uh, I'm running out of coffee here. Are you? And we've got a big old pot over there of some breakfast in America. So why don't we take a quick commercial break so we can get some more uh, so that Josh can go uh, take a pee in a puff? Yeah. And we'll be back. How about that? Sounds good to me. Catch you outside. How about that? How about I can't believe I just said that. Mm. All right. Be back in a minute. Bye. Hey, musicians. 
Do your shows need that extra layer of fun and excitement? Wow your fans with Next Level Production and let Sunset Productions help you up your game. We can create custom and unique sound, lighting, and video packages designed just for you and your budget. Let's work together and give our community the shows they deserve. For more information, contact Jared Isaacs at sunsetproductionsspringfield at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Sunset Productions. Sunset Productions. Don't be a jukebox. Be an experience. Classic rock coffee. It's coffee that rocks, yeah. This ain't your typical coffee shop. It's Java with attitude, baby. From the moment you step onto the stage, you'll see, hear, and taste the difference. We're rocking and roasting seven days a week with guitars, amps, lights, burning wrists, and groupies. We've got the best coffee, frappe, smoothies, protein shakes, pastries, and sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Green M&M's if you get backstage. Come on in and get a whole lot of love. Get the idea, my babies. Even if you don't love classic rock. Well, that's impossible. You're going to love classic rock coffee. Check us out. Located at Kansas Expressway and Sunset. hey -o. It's me. All right. So, uh, need to get back over here to the comments. We've got uh, Deborah says, good plug, girl. <laughs> Julia says, it's Julia spam. Oh, boy. Let's see if I can do this. I haven't done this in a minute. Uh, got to get the right app. I'm in the wrong program. Oh, my goodness. What in the wide world of sports is going on here? Trying to. Uh, we've got a little Julia spam here. Julia spam? Woo, that's hot. Where'd my program go? There we I go. don't know. You're losing it? <laughs> Dude, I got so many buttons going on over here, I can't handle it. I'll let you handle it. She promotes her, sh her show on our show whenever he can. It's Julia Spam. <sighs> now, wasn't that worth it, kids? Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. What, is that because of the Bender comment? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Liz said, uh, Julie can hoot, man. Oh, have She's I enjoyed my dropped off goodies yet? Yes, they are delicious. I love that recipe. Um, Liz was nice enough to bake some uh, white chocolate macadamia cookies for me, and they are the bomb diggity. Love it. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Uh, she says, Yay, I'm in a jingle. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough, are sure enough, are yes. All right. Um, hey, look, it worked that time. You could see the it comments. Did. Yay. That means it's I saved it right. You did. All right. What else we got here? We've got, well, uh, okay, we've got the Joshua and Drew thing done. Right. Thank God. that I got so many gray hairs over the last two days. No, <laughs> uh, I just, I, I had them see, anyway. On our side, we were laughing at the whole thing. True. <laughs> it was hilarious. True. Us, but uh, there were some we, innocent we could, bystanders. There that, were. Uh, were, some uh, 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 what's it? Uh, some fr not friendly fire. Some uh, not casualties of war. There's a, there's a saying I'm missing. Um, Un unattended consequences. Maybe no, I don't know. Friendly cotton crossfire. I, I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something well, to that effect. Enough, anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, 
words yeah. I'm not good with. There's a there's there's a phrase Word, right wording, there, and I can't think things, of it. Those those <laughs> you things you, you say. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna try to yeah. keep thinking of it. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we'll 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 move collateral on collateral damage. That's the one. Collateral damage. You That's know what? Right. They should make a movie called Collateral Damage. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> they already did. Yes, thank you, Julia. Uh, Liz says, good, I'll make more. Well, good, now that you got a good recipe for it. Uh, I wanted to... I don't remember if I set this up right. I did not. Uh, there we go. Get out of here. Oh, dude, you're boring me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Josh. I'm doing a podcast. Going I'm, trying, out to, uh, I'm trying to do my thing here. 13 people watching. <laughs> Ah, but those are the best 13 in the world that's right that's right we started out hot at uh, oh we're up to 17 we started out at like 24 and then once you guys squashed your beef Uh, (laughs) i think that's what a lot of people were hoping to see of course see if i was a better booker i would have waited until the end of the show but uh i was anxious to get to the bottom of it All right, uh, I want to move. God, why am I so particular about things? Why am I like this, Josh? I don't know. Probably potty training. Probably. Oh, that's the wrong one. That's what the Freudian theory is. That's why it's called anal retentive. Oh, Lord. Really? Interesting. It's to do with poor potty training experiences. There you go. I think he was full of crap. All right, I'm going to jump back over here real quick. Um, we've got uh, old uh, names, names, Steve Allington with us. <laughs> I was like, okay, what does that translate to in uh, YouTube tag? That's uh, Steve Allington here watching along. Jessica Jones. What is that, hugs? Yeah. I can't see that from here. That's My, my screen is way too far away. Oh, I we don't rock. emoji. All right, so Josh, go ahead yes. and, and hit your producer button there, um, and and let's see what we've got next here on the show. Uh, producer, I got producer. Well, oh. No, 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 the, the the main button. Okay, this one right there. That's the one. Okay. Oh, that's not. Up, up, I messed up. Let me Wait, let me go backstage. Okay. Let me go backstage. Go backstage. Take care of all this stuff. Of that, yeah. <laughs> I thought I had that queued up right. Blame me. I, I've got, I will not. I, I refuse. Got, I, got, I can. I can carry the shoulder. I can carry the weight on my shoulders. Carry the load. All right. Okay. We ready now? I think I've got it up there. There we go. All right. Yeah. There's a birthday of sorts. Uh, oh wait. We did this wrong. You ready? Happy birthday to. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear MTV. Happy birthday to you. So here's the deal. You just have to be a good singer, and it's not that damn hard now, is it? Mm-hmm. Throwing some shade. Throwing some shade. <laughs> I can't sing happy birthday in F. No. <laughs> Take some lessons. Oh, Tara, wait, wait, Tara wait, wait. Fritz will give you some lessons. I'm joking. Yes, she will. She's really good at it. She really honest. is. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, son of a... Whatever. I didn't save it. <laughs> so we'll Are do... we ready for this? Yeah! Y'all ready for this? Right. Why is this not working? I don't know. I don't control that stuff. Why are you asking me? There's what I'm looking for. Boom! Turn there you into 40. Is. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll, we'll do it this way. Okay. We'll just do... Go to full. All right, yeah. 40th anniversary. There we go. What's next? How do we go from... MTV, music television... So, WTF <laughs> happened to the music? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Let's get to the bottom of all this. Why don't we? Um, Josh, uh, we had. Yeah. Um, I blame the real world. I mean, that's a that's think, a fair. Yeah, there's a lot more, but that on MTV was the first. Yeah, there's a uh, lot well, more. I mean, where the music disappeared because that was like one of the first. Oh, on their shows. programming, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. And so. Then, it was a hit, and people were watching that more than they were watching videos. So, reality programming, and then it all boils to, down to it was still television, and so ratings mattered, and yep. that's what was getting the ratings. Yep. Uh, now, do I wish that they could have balanced that better? Oh yeah, um, but yeah, they didn't. I wanted to go to um, son of a gun. I'm on the wrong program again. Um, <laughs> On the link to the show before we went live, Julia Le Cobb had uh, made a comment on there on a suggestion for what to talk about, and it had to do with MTV here. Yeah. Um, I just got to find it. You know what I'm saying? I got to find it. Saying. Here we go. Julia says, happy MTV's 40th birthday, and welcome to us hearing all the crickets chirping because... MTV downplays everything about the channel they used to be. Mm -hmm. That's my topic for the day. I miss when the channel could act as your radio at home to find new music and see what rock stars looked like. I didn't mind having a new, a few reality shows and cartoons on the channel. A helping of liquid television and a sprinkle of real world would be plenty. Thanks. But the channel's current concept as lifestyle programming is uninspired and bland. They don't even seem to be able to make their side channels, that's MTV2, MTVU, etc., retain the music heavy format. Uh, and maybe she suggested have everybody pick a favorite video to talk about, which I like. That's, that's a good suggestion. So thank you for that, Julia. Um, yeah. So what are, what are some of your favorite memories of MTV or some of your favorite programming and stuff? For me, Ed Banger's Ball, man. Yeah. I was, Go ahead. It, it's it's a lot like what Julie said. Merging the imagery mm -hmm. to the music, I still find very important. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean that's why I, in doing a podcast, I wanted it was like I really want to do video because I want to be able to play video and show video. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's just a medium form that I resonate with a lot. So I wanted right. to do more than just audio. And there's there is um there's two sides of the coin where if if you don't see anything like this. Um, it, it adds to your imagination like, ooh, I wonder what they look like. And you create your own images on things and whatnot. But um, for the business model of music and stuff, it is important to know what's trending and stuff to a point there it becomes formulaic and, and pimped out or whatever you want to call it, <clears throat> poison, um, to the point of 
repetition and and it's just not good it's not original but it, it's important in in merging imagery to to music and stuff and that's that's not really a thing anymore people anymore when you see a music video a lot of times it's self-funded even um where people will put forth money and they're not signed to record labels and stuff i'm not talking big i'm not talking acdc i'm talking like um paralandra you know things like that like um yeah so so what what was some of your favorite programming and stuff on mtv josh to be honest i grew up in a uh in, in a very rural part of i mean even more rural than most rural yeah uh, and i never had cable growing up I, I and i still i've never had cable oh really i've never i mean i got roku but i've i've never had cable in any home i've ever lived in huh uh so well i never had nowadays it. you don't need yeah. it like you said no, with roku no. with netflix yeah. hulu etc you kind of don't need it watch whatever but yep. uh, so i i never knew what uh, living in a house with mtv was like i even when i'd come and visit my grandparents here and they had cable they didn't want that mtv thing so they paid for like they right. didn't pay for the full package yep. you know this you know you got wts and that's where it stops right all right yeah, yeah. um i could remember my memories of that was uh, i was kind of the same like um didn't really have it we did have eventually we had it like in the front room or whatever um but i'll never forget like it was a big a big deal at christmas one year this would have been in like 93 something like this that we my sister and i both got our own tvs and our own deals in our in our cable boxes right in our room so i could watch whatever i want she could watch whatever i want mom could be in the front room watching what she wants and that was the thing and mtv was one of those channels i'm like this is my damn channel and my sister's like oh i'm vh1 and so there was that whole battle too which was great oh which was great um but um but yeah I, for me headbangers ball um just in general not even like what program just getting to see music videos and stuff i mean it's so different now because now if you want to see something you, like you said josh you just go to youtube and you search it and it's yeah. there um but there's something about that organic like it's just gonna randomly come up and i'll either be exposed to something new or oh i hadn't thought about this song in a while here it is right. that kind of thing whereas you really you have to know what you're searching for before you search to find what you're looking for yeah. it's not as uh yeah the, the, when i would see videos when i was a kid it was like nbc had some like late night programming on Friday nights called I think Friday night videos. Yep. And so that's where I saw music videos, but that was like once a week because that was, you know, nationally broadcast. So right. I, I remember seeing Jump on that and you know Paul and Oates and stuff. Uh, but I think the, uh, probably the most, uh, uh the most concrete, uh, memory of music video world of the music video world was the release of the thriller video oh my gosh because that was ubiquitous it was everywhere yep. people were yep. expecting it i'll and never I remember i was in elementary school and i remember kids talking about it at the time and it was probably years before i actually saw the video and i mean really yeah absolutely i would i'd look at magazines and they would have still images from it but because we didn't have it there there was no youtube you couldn't just search sure it up and play yeah it no you yeah if to. you missed it you'd have to yeah. wait and see you'd to, you'd what watch, it was going to organically well, well, come on i don't know if it was years but it was a while because for it to be like on uh you'd have to wait till it was on like a video program that was on broadcast television right i mean you'd see the clips and stuff yep. but yeah that was that was a huge thing was michael jackson's video of thriller oh my gosh 
Jeez. So absolutely. And um, I was too young to really grasp it. Now, later in Michael's career, like with um, Do You Remember the Time and, and all these other uh, other songs from following albums, that's a great example. Like mm -hmm. these were these were premieres. These were events. This was not like, oh, I'm going to I got to make sure to tune in at 105 to make sure I get this in this Michael Jackson new video. Like it's like next Saturday he's doing this and it's a 30 minute ordeal and it's it's a big damn deal. Yeah. And it always lived up to the hype. Um, but that kind of thing is just not. It's not a thing anymore. It's no. it's so weird to me still. And and music doesn't have that expectation level anymore. That's what I'm I saying. I remember yeah. like when you were a kid and there was a new band coming or a band that was about to release a new album, there'd be like articles about it in the trades and people would expect it to come out and there'd be all this promotional stuff and Yeah. Nowadays is we got a new we got a new jam drop in yep. on this day. Yep. And they're, they they don't really promote that sort of stuff anymore. Is it that they don't promote, or is it oversaturation? Like, when's the last time you went to RollingStoneMagazine.com or whatever the website is? Oh gosh, print media is dead. Right. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. That's the kind of the stuff that it was in. Yeah, you can get th that information so many places now. Right. Uh, but, and like, but that's what I'm saying. Like now, we don't go and get a Rolling Stone magazine. No. Whereas then we did, and there is where you find stuff like what you're talking about. Yeah, or you as a I mean? kid, we'd go to the grocery when when you go grocery shopping with your mom, you'd hang out by the magazine aisle and you look through the heavy metal. Oh my gosh, yeah, yep, and stuff like that. Well, I used and to have to get pride away from there, like, yeah. come on, we got to go. Yeah. I'm like, but wait, wait, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I would do. That's yep. what I would keep up with that because I didn't have subscriptions to those types of magazines, and yeah. so you know that's how you found out, and that's how you expected an album to come out, uh, and. People put a lot of thought in. Okay, so there were several. Toward the beginning of the MTV, they looked really cheap videos. Sure. Uh, and um, well, and a lot of cameras. early videos too were like live footage, and well, like, and it wasn't like theatrically thought out stuff. Well, well, and part part of that was because when videos were created, they were mostly just for industry stuff. They were promotional things that. That, they're uh, promoting they're, their live shows is what well, they're doing and they would also promote uh uh to uh you, you they would make a video to that would go from like the producer to the record label you know to gotcha. show how well how the band looks how it's promoted this is what yes. this what yeah. we're looking at and then they would send those videos on to like radio stations right like clear channel and as, as a selling as a selling point they those videos were never really intended for public use Correct. Uh, and we were talking about this that the the uh, beginnings of youtube i'm not youtube but mtv was that pop clips or whatever uh-huh that uh, michael nesmith of the monkeys did on nickelodeon right and the way he got those was he just got a bunch of those videos that were circulating and that's what they would play. They were never really intended to, yeah, to be used as a channel or way a band could promote to the audience. Right, it was to promote to the industry. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And that's and that, I mean, it's all this big wheel with all these little cogs in it. But that is a big one too. And that's how a lot of bands got picked up for tours and stuff, or yeah. national acts saw them and were like, "Hey, why don't you open for us?" That kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, I want to jump over to the comments so we don't get too far right. behind on those. But Julia says. Hey, I wore my MTV shirt in honor of this day. Well, one of the five. Uh, funny you say that. I actually have a MTV shirt as well, and I was going to wear it. But I don't fit it anymore. So I didn't uh, 
didn't want to go there. Uh, Jessica says, nailed it. <laughs> Liz says, when MTV had real videos, yes. Mike said, MTV reminds me of social media. In the beginning, it was good, and then it became a bad thing. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I think it's, uh, I, I think that's really accurate, actually. Um, too much of anything is, is too much. Yeah. It, it, you got to have things in moderation. Julia says, Stephen Thomas Cobb and Joshua Poole said, the real world at the exact same time, it was the beginning like of the slippery slope yep. to where they are now. Yep, mm -hmm. it's very true. Uh, Mike says, video really did kill the radio star. Bands like Romeo Void would have been huge, but the importance of looking great on video wasn't an issue. Through that, through that. Uh, my comments jumped around. Uh, Steven says, they still do music on their sub-channels like MTVU. But here's okay. a, here's the deal. They I don't have, have it, to. and I've never seen yeah. MTVU. And they shouldn't have to. Uh, a channel called Music Television should be Music Television. Now, so here, and now you bring up a really good sidebar. Why didn't they change their name? I know that, like, it just says MTV, unlike where it used to say MTV Music Television um, in their logo or whatever, in their artwork. But think of all these other channels, like TNN went to Spike, and now they're the Paramount Network or whatever, like, they evolve because they need to, and I get that. Why didn't MTV? True TV. You know what True TV used to be? Was that the one that was Spike? Uh -uh. No, uh, I don't know. It was the Court Television. Oh, Court TV. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. It used to be used to be Court TV, and then yep. they started doing like uh, reality programming, and then it's like, well, we're not really showing court cases anymore, right? So right. Came True TV. But that's my point. So, yeah. like, they were smart enough to to rebrand is really all it's doing. Um, you can well, still have the platform and, and have all the whatever the the um, the the ways of doing things. You just tweak it a little bit, so you you adjust expectations that way. In but other words, a brand so big as music television, for sure. I mean, it'd be like Coca Cola changing its name when they uh, they did yeah. to Coke. They're still Coca Cola. Same thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. don't be don't be music television. Be make the M stand for something different right. at least. You know what I mean? So you're like. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not a, I don't know. I can't think of anything offhand, but maternity because they have like <laughs> teen pregnancies and right. stuff like that. Maternity right, TV. Right. Or, or uh, TV, TTV, trash TV, drama uh, TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Mike says, uh, like it or not, poison brought attention to LA and slash almost ended it, ended up in poison. He did. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't totally discount them. I just think there's other bands that are better. If I'm being honest. Uh, here you go. Uh, Stephen Allington says headbangers ball and Beavis and butthead. So, uh, you touched on the second one that I was going to bring up and Beavis and butthead, but only because I wasn't allowed to watch it. So it was like that whole, Oh, don't put your hand in the cookie jar. What's the first thing you want to do? Put your hand in the cookie jar. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I had to miss out on Beavis and butthead, but being in middle school and stuff like that, I was, I was totally caught up and, uh, yeah, good stuff. Glad to see that they brought it back. Bringing it back, I don't know. I don't watch MTV anymore. I don't watch any TV anymore. And I think that's that's even a, a thing. Um, is uh, normal programming is just not the same as what it used to be as far as the way people take it in. Julia says, "I loved you might think by the cars Rio by Duran Duran, Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. Also loved that they played U2's under the under a blood red sky live performance in its entirety." You bring up a point that I was going to touch on. You know what I miss besides music videos, Josh? What? Shows like Soul Train, Midnight yeah. Special. Uh, there's another, even, even the ones that aren't so much performance-based, 
Um, God, I'm trying to think of what it was called. There was a show when I was a kid. Um, oh man, name as soon as I get put on the spot, I can't think of anything anymore. Jasmine Guy was the one that hosted it. It was like a dance show right. where they were, and it was like modern hip hop and early '90s hip hop rap, that kind of thing. Those shows, like, where is that? That has evolved into American Idol and uh, America's Got Talent and The Voice and all these shows. That's what that's evolved into. Um, and and we had a talking shop where we talked about some of these things too. Um, and my my takeaway from that is it's good, and they are. That's the episode where everybody ended up shirtless, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> that's uh, that they are doing their their part to expose new talent and stuff, which is great. But at the same time, it creates the whole everybody's an expert mentality, which to me is toxic to this. You know, there's there's many times where I'll show a friend like, oh, check out this cover. It's a really good cover. And they're like, it's all right. It's not as good as the original. I'm like, <laughs> it's not they're not trying to be. They're trying to be themselves. Um, but yeah, I, I miss those live performance shows, too. You know, yeah. like, why do we not see bands at a show like Midnight Special um, performing? You want to know the dirty secret? I do. Because most bands can't do that nowadays. Why is that? Because, tracks, tracks. Yeah, because they can. I mean, yeah, they they all they always were. I mean, everything's auto tuned, um, and everything is. So you're saying they can't because it would ex- expose their weaknesses? It, well, it would expose their weaknesses, and um, the musicianship would not be as good. Right. I mean, one of my favorite things that I like to do is I go and watch some of the old Saturday Night Live shows oh, okay yeah and uh i believe peacock has the entire series really and i think they have the entire series with the musical guests because i know that there was a point where they wouldn't have the musical guests yeah on those syndicated ones but you watch some of the stuff like in the early 80s with paul simon being on there simon garfunkel right um uh billy joel and stuff like the nelson that. twins well nelson twins they were on mt were on saturday night live but oh, okay yeah uh, but they, but these bands could play, um, and nowadays you just you just don't get that, right? Yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, I I do wonder though if like if it wasn't live, you know what I mean? If they're like, hey, this is a pre-recorded performance or whatever, but it's still putting them in front of people in front of an, a wider audience. But it goes back to. To kind of what I was saying, like nobody really watches regular programming for the most no. part anymore. It's I'm going to jump on YouTube or I'm going to jump on Hulu or, you know, whatever and watch whatever I want. And I already know what I'm wanting before I get there. For the most part, there's a lot of times where we'll browse, but it's it's all algorithms and stuff. It's all based on what you already like. So um, nothing is as organic as what it used to be. Julia says, oh, and the Welcome to the Jungle video was my first Guns N' Roses experience. Fell in love with him from that. Yep ditto ditto uh liz says yes and watching queen with bohemian rhapsody uh john says 24 7 info that's a great fiction has, film 24 7 has killed all sorts of things yeah. yes um cnn cnn was the first to do 24-hour news um and uh yeah you're right having that non-stop all the time information access you're exactly right, John. Is a lot of what factored in. Yeah, that. and with groups like CNN and the 24-hour news cycle, uh, just a little soapbox here. Uh huh. Because you got to be first on everything. They don't take time to vet anything. Right. Thoroughly vet. So yep. it's whatever we get right at the second, whether or not they um, 
whether or not this situation or the information they have is full. And, and that's not on CNN. No, that's so I, I will, well, that's not even that's every everything. Yeah. Um, I in 2012 had an apartment fire. And when that happened, uh, I was interviewed by KY3 and um, they were like, oh, what you know, which apartment was yours? What did you lose? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I watched the playback, they also interviewed other people and they also officially reported the cause of the fire. Which was funny because at the time that they were there interviewing people, um, it was it was a complex deal that um, and it was because of the sheer amount. Um, I mean, obviously, in an apartment complex, it's not just like a single person's home. It's, you know, it affects hundreds of people. Um, so we had there was uh, the, the Springfield's fire marshal and then uh, somebody else had some other investigator had to come. And so it was this back and forth. I'm talking for days that they didn't see eye to eye. They're trying to figure this out. And they reported on the news. Oh, yeah, it was because of cigarette butt in the hallway. And I'm like, and that was not the cause at all. Right. <laughs> um, but they reported it as fact. And and like you're saying, too, and it, it it's everywhere. And like you said, it's I've got to be first, not right. Right. Yeah. Um, Julia says NTV was desperate for content and replayed a ton of stuff early on, which is true. Same with the cutting up of live performances. Like you said, then record companies started aiming for MTV and the video budgets. Uh, and then the video budgets went wild. Yes. Yep. That's. I think the last thing that MTV did uh, that was really good for good musically was their Unplugged series. Oh, my. Uh, I think that's the last thing they did musically that was really cool. I can't agree more. Because yeah. that's, that showed the versatility of the musicians of the time. Made them stretch. Had to make them rethink how they played their instruments. Yeah. And that's the thing. If, if there's anybody watching that doesn't get that or isn't a musician maybe like yeah. it is a hard transition when you've worked up all these intricate parts you know it's it's almost like conducting an orchestra like you, you have a, a part for your clarinetistas and you have yeah. a prayer for your uh flautist and your pianist and all these other ists and then you're like okay now you got one instrument do it on piano and go and make it sound full and make yeah. it sound right and recognizable right so hard to do um you think, and the musicians loved it. Oh, it's a nice, it's yeah. a refreshing challenge. It and is. It re, it revitalized, not revitalized careers because they normally were big artists, but it did re-highlight them and get them back in the yeah. conversation. Yeah, like, Absolutely. Uh, gosh, didn't even uh, Nirvana release their unplugged? Oh yeah, uh, performance. So as an yes, album? and MTV MTV released a lot of that stuff yeah. because eventually they're like, hey, wait, this is this is quality content. Yeah, this is quality audio. This it, is quality stuff. They were wanting to have it in their mm-hmm. cars. And, yep, yeah. absolutely. So, um, yeah. Where did I go? Uh, right here. Chris says uh, Circus Magazine and Country Music Roundup were how you kept up back in the day. Sure was. Yep, Circus Magazine for sure. Um, I don't know if I ever knew Country Music Roundup. I don't know. I just I, again, I, I just watched CMT or you know uh, something of the sort. Donnie Ray Stevens here with us. Hey, Donnie, how's it going, man? Uh, remember Michael's video, Black and White? He brought network TV space for the premiere. Of, bought network TV space for the premiere of it, and everyone tuned in for it. Uh, then the country controversy of it was the talk was talked for days. Yeah, um, and that's exactly right, Donnie. So, like I said too before, um, obviously Black and White stuff. I was there for that, but previous like Thriller and whatnot. Um, that's how I was exposed to it. It wasn't from MTV. It was from, from broadcast television right. and stuff, uh, which again, like you said, uh, Donnie, it only made it seem a bigger deal right. that it was like, Oh, this isn't even on MTV. This is like everywhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, Mike says it has become media TV. There you yeah. go. There you go. There's a good one. That's what it should be. So it's still on TV. 
Mudbutt TV. <laughs> Mudbutt TV. Like it. I love it. Make it a shirt. We'll make it a shirt. Um, Mike says there are a lot of lots of better uh, bands better than Poison. Uh, yeah, well, you I don't say know who again. he would be talking about. Uh, Bender. Yeah. <laughs> Identity Crisis. <laughs> any of them. Any of them. American Bandstand. Yeah, American Bandstand for sure. Uh, Deb says uh, Don Kirshner's, Kirshner's Rock Show. Uh, no, it was called Rock Concert. Come on, Mouse. Uh, props to my mom. She woke me up at 3 a.m. when I was in grade school so I could catch Kiss on Don Kirshner's Rock Concert. Excuse me. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Was your mom trying to torture you? <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, SNL was, that, that would not be something I would want to see. No. At any time of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not part of the Kiss Army. I am. I dig it. Uh, Deb says, SNL was live. Some of the bands sounded terrible, but Aerosmith, the Black Crows, Nirvana, they actually played and sounded like they sound recorded. And that's the thing. It, it was like a make or break thing. It's like, okay, I really like this band now because I know that they can do this live. Or it's like, eh, eh. I'm not going to go to their show. Eh. Um, by the way, I, I think it was... I think it was uh, Barb Hensick earlier that said she liked the new camera angle. Thank you for that. Just wanted something different. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Just for this little talk and shop thing. Um, bands that didn't do digital recording actually had to play. Yeah. So true. So true. Uh, Mike said some SNL was live, but not all. <laughs> yeah, there you go, John. Uh, Ashley Simpson's debacle screwed the screwed the pooch for Saturday Night Live's music. Yep, um, as, and also I think um, not just for SNL, John. I think a lot of uh, a lot of TV formatted shows like that. Think about uh, how many bands used to be on like the David Letterman Show or Late Night or you know all these different things. Now live music on those shows they do still exist, but there are very few and far between. Whereas it's like a weekly thing for a lot of these shows. It's it's not a and, it's not a part of the format anymore. But you also gotta. Using tracks was something that's always been done. American Bandstand. Oh, come on. They never had live out. The, the bands were never performing. If, live. if you, if you, on a lot of those, if you ever thought that those were live when they're right. doing it, like you really need to look at those videos closer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It, but it's one of those things that's accepted because, right. Um, at least again, it goes back to the, it's pre internet. So you don't get to see all these bands and you don't get to see them in a live setting. Um, you hear them on the radio. It, it goes back to the, the, this thing. That I was talking about, like with imagery and stuff, it's it's no longer part of your imagination. It's here's what we look like. Here's here's the whole kit and caboodle. And uh, so for them to be singing with tracks wasn't that big of a deal. We were just like, okay, I'll ignore that part because it's cool to get see them. Um, yeah. Chris Fiddler says Queens Rikes. Anybody listening was one of my favorite videos from MTV. Good stuff. Good stuff. Julia says agreed on unplug. So much good stuff came from that. Yeah. yeah. Here we go, Mike. Uh, Josh, I'll let you read this one. I can't read it. You got some stuff over my screen. Oh, I do. I'm sorry. There you go. MTV, in some ways, probably made a good choice to get ahead of the internet streaming videos because that would have killed MTV as a company had they only been showing music videos. Besides, they knew that in the 90s and 80s, kids were not sitting at home watching videos all day. We were not out and about, etc. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It does. He does make a good point uh, since 
streaming took off that they definitely but you know they were they were moving fast away for from music programming yes even before streaming yep it's true uh reality tv made such a difference on that stuff man it, it really did. did um mike says the difference with bandstand was they never claimed it was always live and I snl agree. did yep, i agree that's yeah that, spot that was on. really what uh yeah the big deal that was their whole thing was having live bands play yeah yep 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 it's so true it's so true um all right then i want but to sugarman's there the midnight special that was always a good one too yeah I also enjoyed the fact that they had different genres of music and stuff on, on a lot of these shows too. I think that's kind of my big takeaway is um, like whenever I say exposure to new music, I mean different styles and stuff. That is one thing I liked a lot about the formatting of MTV is like, even though it wasn't like a lot of cross pollination, it was like, okay, all the metal heads, you could have this late night spot, pop music here, you know, that kind of stuff. And it did eventually kind of cross into each other and, uh, and not be so divided in that. But um, it was cool to see. Um, something for everybody you know right. so yeah yeah uh i tell you what i tell you what let's uh take another quick little break here okay um, and uh we'll come back i got something else to talk about got some good conversation going on today we do i like yeah. this i like this i like this nostalgia you know that's that's what music does to me it, it brings me back brings me back man brings me back all right so speaking of that brings me back y'all come back now you hear oh yeah metal mania too Bigger, better, better brawl room. I don't know what's going on with this tablet. Person, double the guest, double the fun, so be there! The Audio Roast Podcast, only at the Rib. Hi, I'm John Bushmill. Have you been a victim of the Unsung Dreamers Podcast? Have you suffered from emotional distress due to harassment? 
Are you tired of being ridiculed because of the size of your headstock? Have bottles of wine or banners gone missing from your performances? Then you may have a case. Bushmill and Associates are filing a class action lawsuit against the Unsung Dreamers. Stand up for your rights and be a victim no more. Give the Unsung Dreamers the boot with Bushmill and Associates. Call 1-800-555-F-DAN to see if you qualify for representation. Here at Bushmill and Associates, a bird in the hand is worth two in the Bushmill. Bushmill and Associates is not an actual law firm. All claims made are solely for entertainment purposes. This advertisement is parody and should not be taken seriously by anyone at any time. I'm back. I'm back. We're back. Here we are. We're back. We're back. There's what I'm looking for. Holy cow. <laughs> when you miscalculate the time. All right. All right. Shut up, phone. <laughs> I can't even hear. I don't even have my headphones in. I'm late to the party. Dude, oh. why do we got to be on the second floor? No, I know it kills me. I'm getting too old. Um, let me turn this down here. There you go. Okay, hey, well, hello, hi guys. Did you have a good break, Josh? I did. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like I was running my a marathon. Bladder. What's that? I relieved my bladder. Same. Uh, Four cups of coffee and need to get a cup of coffee. Go for it. Okay. Entertain the folks. Oh, while okay. I'm away. Well, I'm entertaining them. Why? Watching me uh, tangle the crap out of my hair with my headphones. That's always a uh, entertaining thing. Um, all right. So next on our agenda, let me see if I've got this right here in the, uh, in the backstage area. I wanted to talk about something different. Here's what I have in mind. Somewhere. Buttons. Right there's the button I'm looking for. It is our next live show. We are announcing it officially. It is going to be on Friday, August the 27th at 8 p.m. at the Riff. Doors will open at 7.30. There's a $5 cover. Um, tickets will be available to purchase in advance this week on audioroast.com. Um, so actually, probably after the show, I'll go ahead and start getting that set up. But uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. We have not yet set a, uh, a theme or anything. So kind of working on that. And to be honest, I would like to hear from you guys right now. Um, do you have suggestions for maybe what you would like to happen, have happen at the live show that's coming up? Um, I know that it was uh, expressed that a lot of people really, really enjoyed the, the karaoke afterwards. So we will be keeping that. Uh, so once the show ends, obviously, you can still hang out with us and do some karaoke, as you saw in one of our commercials earlier. Uh, it is a freaking blast. It's it's for everybody. It's not just for musicians. It's for everybody that's always wanted to get up on stage and sing something, be under the cool lights, be on the same stage, et cetera, et cetera. So um, Friday, August the 27th at 8 p.m. Uh, is our next live and in-person show. So boom, shakalaka. Answered that one. <laughs> um, Are you bringing a date to the next live show? Am I bringing a date? It said, do you have a date for the next live show? Oh, well, yes. And uh, if you would like to see that date. Oh, no, no. There you oh, go. There I am. <laughs> that's, that's my new favorite, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, because it pisses me off. Like, Dude, why you gotta do that? Why you gotta be so close, yeah. man? Uh, shows Jess- all my wrinkles. <laughs> all both of them. Yes. Jessica all Jones says, we will be there. Can't wait. Well, Ooh. good. I hope you uh, enjoyed the last one. Um, what about you, Josh? I want to start with you on this. What about it? Is there anything you want to do different on this live show? I don't know. And Jared, let's be honest. Just tell them you're out of ideas. I'm out of ideas, them. y'all. You're wanting them to do the work. <laughs> I am. Look, here's my here's my list of ideas. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> there you go. Fly it in. Fly it in. All right. No ideas. No ideas. So you were mentioning what? What? Yeah, you got some ideas. Um, I've got ideas. I just don't yeah. know if everybody would be on board with them all. Right. Um, <laughs> I got to please everybody, man. You know it's, how it goes. Uh, you got to please them all. Baby oils and whips. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know yeah. me. Um, yes, I'm. I'm. <laughs> I don't know, man. So here's the deal. Whenever we have guests on the normal show, as I'm like, "Hey, would you like to be on the show? I've got a show. It's, it's this is what we what it's called, and this is what we do." I always explain it in my head. This is what this show is. Okay, it is a mix between being on a game show and being on a late night talk show. Um, that's always been my, my little secret formula, if you will, that I don't, it's not secret. Um, so I'm wondering, Josh and I talked about this after the last one is, um, what if it was more talk show format, like on just maybe on the next one, just for something different. Yeah. Is that something you guys would like where it's maybe like the tonight show type right of now we would still play games and stuff. It may not just be the whole time that we're doing that, that it's games. Maybe we'll have somebody come in and, and have them on a couch and chat that kind of thing. Um, and I've also thought about what if we just didn't have any guests at all? What if we just relied on the people that came there to play some games and have some fun, do what we do, right? Um, without without relying on um booking guests and stuff, and not because oh I don't want to book guests. I have no problem doing that. I've done over a hundred in the last year. Um, <laughs> it's that's not the issue. I just I want to know what you guys want, man. That's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, Jessica said, oh, "Oh, I already messed that up." Jessica Jones says we had a blast um i'm glad to hear that i really am christy says more games with crowd participation well there you go well that's kind of like what that. we're thinking yeah uh deborah says what was the theme for the last show i didn't get to go um uh, yeah what was the theme it was uh 80s pop 80s rock did we have that is incorrect, sir. The first one was 80s, 80s rock. rock. The yeah. second one was 70s, 70s rock. 70s rock yeah. Exactly. It was um, rock. And I had I had um, come to the 70s rock because I asked on Patreon for our awesome patrons, hey, A, B, C, or D, which one do you like? And I got more for 70s rock than anything. So that's what we did. But now I'm like, okay, did that. Try that. What else we got? What else we got? Um, I want to keep people on their toes, see? So... That's what I want to know. Um, and Deborah, I know that you're one that was like, oh, please keep doing the karaoke. <laughs> that looks like a blast. So I know that you had to miss out. Um, and I know that you won't miss out on this one. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do some karaoke. And I really like, Christy, your idea of uh, more games that uh, interacts with the crowd. Like I said, I, I'm thinking of maybe even no guests at all to where it's just us. Um, and uh, yeah, let me know. Let me know. But there will be the Pop-Tart song. Yeah, and see, it. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 widely regarded as a heavy request, so we got we got to make it a thing. Uh, Deborah says, make it a masquerade. Love it. Interesting, you say that. I've actually thought about like, um, in the springtime, 
what if we did like a prom? What if what if we hosted prom for adults kind of thing? I know there's other bigger events and stuff, bigger uh, corporations, if you will, that do that kind of thing downtown and and whatnot. But what if it was for us, for our music community? Um, but I was like, I get so in my head with these things. I guess if I'm being totally honest about it, I'm like, and nobody's going to want to go and rent a, a tux or want to get a dress or whatever. So maybe we don't make it as casual as a prom, but we still make it like a got to get gussied up and go go somewhere. You, you know, that kind of thing. As a prom? Right. Yeah. Um, something like that. I just I, I mean, yeah. Uh, Christy says, bring I, a sponsor too. I mean, we do. Jody was a sponsor, is a sponsor, and he was one of our guests on the last one. So yeah, we always um, give coffee. Yep, we. That's the thing. We give we give stuff away. The five dollars that you pay in cover, <laughs> you more than get back. Uh, Chris says, uh, "At a greased pig catching contest, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. But where are you?" <laughs> uh, Deborah says, "You don't need a tux. Just dress up." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you got a you got a pair of slacks and a a button up and a tie. Cool. But I, I think stuff like that would be fun. Uh, Jessica says, I never got to go to the prom, so that would be awesome. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. I feel you. I feel you big time. Um, I actually was kind of a, a prom whore. <laughs> I went to like three or four proms yeah. in two years. Um, but it was because of my unique situation with my parents being divorced, having friends still at, at my at home and then at where I was. Um, so it was a back and forth thing. So I didn't miss out on prom. I did miss out on graduation. Um, did yeah. you flunk out? Or? Nope. Nope. Drop uh, out? Nope. Okay. It all had to do with the moving from my mom's down to my dad's, uh, not not recognizing some of the credits, that kind of thing. Uh, um, and it was really shitty because my dad is a teacher and was a teacher there for like 20 something years. And I still didn't get to go to graduation and walk right. with everybody. Uh, my senior year. Why the hell am I talking about this? My know. senior Just year. Listen to your um, uh, your unsung dreamers thing. <laughs> I know, right? It's on there, right? It might be. I I don't know. Um, my senior year, I actually had to go to summer school after everybody graduated. After all my friends and stuff graduated for a half a credit, I had to go for it was like six or eight weeks to gain a half a credit. Is all it was that they didn't recognize. Um, and uh, yeah, so I never got a cap and gown. Never that got why any you of that. Didn't go I got to the wrestling school. Yep. That's a that's a big I, part I rem- of it. I remembered that. Yep. Because it, it all was right in the same same exact timeline. Yep. Um and uh yeah, I I my uh not degree, uh my um diploma came in the mail. <laughs> I didn't get a handshake, I didn't get to to walk or anything. Uh which yeah, I kind of missed out on that. I, I, I kind of wish I would have. It's not that big of a deal. The thing that I miss out on more is now as an adult, people are like for uh, class reunions. Oh, were you in our class? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, this this year is my 20-year class reunion. I've not been to a single one because nobody's like, hey, Jared was a part of this class. <laughs> I went I went to one, like my five-year. Yeah. And, you know, have, have no desire to go back. Interesting. Uh, the friends that I have from that, that time are either still my friends talking to me or they're just Facebook acquaintances gotcha. at this point. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I was, as you know, from my interview and, and on the, uh, unsung dreamers podcast, I was so hyper-focused on just getting the hell out of school. Yeah. I don't remember hardly anybody and anybody that knows me now knows that I have a crap memory. <laughs> like, so I could, I could have gone to school with somebody right here in the comments and I'd be like, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Just because I was that focused on what I wanted to do after school. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, so 
Uh, Josh, what are some of your favorite uh, things about the live show? What what maybe is your if you had to pick a favorite game? Let's go with that. Favorite. What's your game? favorite game that we've played on our live show so far? I like the the videos. The the. Okay, but you know I have to make okay. I have to nail you on this. Okay, the the uh, tell the story. Which one? Aerosmith. From the first live show. Yeah. Do you remember this? Uh, the fact that it was very racy. Yeah. <laughs> and who was in the audience? My folks. <laughs> it's like, dude, please don't. Please so don't. There's a there's a music video. What is it? Uh, what it takes? Is that what song it was? Living on the edge. Living it? on the edge. That's what it was. And uh, uh, Stephen Tyler's like pure, just naked as a jaybird, and the other side on on half of his body, and the other half is all body painted up. And he's holding his his stuff to hide it, but it shows everything other than that. And so we give you a 15 second window to try to guess the the name of the song and the artist with no sound. All you can do is see the video, see the the tie around here with MTV. Yeah. Um. And uh, and Josh is like, dear God, I hope they get it before this 15 seconds yes. is up because like 14 seconds, it's like, woohoo, shows everything. And my mom and dad is sitting right there. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So thankfully they guessed it right. But I had to push the envelope and you say, did. you know what? Let's go ahead and watch the yeah, rest of this video. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, the one, the the guess that tune or name that tune. Mm-hmm. That's the one I really. Like I think that's probably my favorite. One. Yeah, um, and that's something I would love to play here on the show weekly. Copyrights don't allow us to do so. That's right. that's what I think is really fun about our live shows. Could, is there's so much more we can get away with um, that we can't do here. Can and, we do that with karaoke? Oh, we could do it with karaoke stuff. I like that idea. Yeah, yeah. And I like it, that. Idea. The karaoke normally don't have that normally doesn't have lyrics, so that would make it even tougher. Yeah, yeah. You're saying uh, name the music video or ma- name the song without vocals, basically, or you're saying like have a guest come up and sing the song. No, we we could do the we could do the uh, uh, the song. Like within fifteen seconds, you know, like the name that they name that tune. Mm-hmm. But if the lyrics start early or the vocals start early, they could it could be even more difficult. You see what I'm saying? So if if the first if the first words of the song uh-huh. reveal what the song is, I'm oh. just like boom, I know what that is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Big wheels keep on turning. Yeah. yeah. Is this the real life? Right. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I smell what you're cooking. <laughs> Deb says, yep, Stephen Tyler naked. Christy says, guess that tune is for sure a favorite. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a little blue pill. I was about to do something that I'm not going to do. Okay. Uh <laughs> Where's your uh, where's your brat mug, by the way? <laughs> I don't Liz, know. Liz Deck says, "Proud Mary, keep on burning." Dude, That's the is... one. <laughs> what, what what is happening? <laughs> Do it Lemmy style. We've lost the magic. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Wait, we're doing this all wrong. Dude. <laughs> oh wait, I've got that. 
I heard uh, heard a great little something on Facebook today. You ready for this? Did you? How many chugga chuggas come before a choo choo? This is not a this is not a joke. When you how many for you? How many chugga chuggas are there before a choo choo? Depends on how far I'm going. <laughs> I'm walking across the room going chicka 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 chicka. Oh, so you do it to a destination. You don't do it Maybe, just for fun. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'm telling you, I, this I can't, is, this I can't is, remember when that's ever been a question for. Me. Well, no, that's why. I mean, is I, I mean, don't know we're, we're breaking ground. I guess too, because I said chugga chugga choo choo. So interesting, yeah. interesting. The answer should be four. <laughs> chugga 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 choo choo. A lot of people said eight. I'm like. Y'all are carrying this on too long. <laughs> no. Here we go. Chrissy says six, six chuggas. Liz says two chuggas. Two chuggas. <laughs> Is this like the most riveting conversation <laughs> ever? I actually didn't see that on Facebook. I uh, stole some show notes from the Unsung Dreamers and yeah, taking all their material. Their pocket, one of their topics of conversation. All of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Hankin says six chugga chuggas. All right. Chugga 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 chugga. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? Why don't Why don't we have a MTV telling us how many chugga chuggas should be I on? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. They'll probably start a reality show about it. <laughs> oh man, let's see here. Uh, Josh, if you had to pick a theme for our next live show, what would it be? Catch me off guard because I, I know really I do this on purpose. Um, eighties pop. So that's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking too, because uh, I'm like, well, we've done rock yeah. twice, so let's try something different. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's very. That's very wide. Yeah. I mean, that can go from Hall of Notes to Michael Jackson, Madonna. Prince. Donna, Prince. All the all the biggin. Yeah. All the biggins. Um Abigail says six chuggas total, but is each chugga one or is chugga chugga one? Good question. Chugga chugga. Chugga 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 chugga. Nope. Each chugga is one to me. So it's chugga 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 chugga. Choo choo. Choo choo. <laughs> Uh, you have to do the chuggas in between. You can't do choo 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 choo. Chugga 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 choo choo. Right, but you just did choo choo twice. Well, it's always choo choo. No, no, you did choo 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 choo. Chugga 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 choo choo. Yeah, the the last cut this time and the one before you didn't do it, but before it's on that, video. You did it twice. It's on video. We'll, we'll, we'll see. It's on video. We'll look at the tape. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think he did. Uh, Liz Deck said, bring back the 80s. Chrissy said, so basically 80s prom? I am 100% dude, for this. Dude. Go ahead. John Hughes. Explain to the people. Okay, John Hughes did The Breakfast Club. Did Pretty in Pink. So if you're a child of the 80s and of good film, John Hughes. Come as your favorite John Hughes character. Oh, hmm. How about that? And we'll play, and the theme will be 80s music. 
like 80s music that was maybe used in in some of those films or just maybe, well, in just, general just in in general but the if we do have a prom thing attached to it it's an 80s prom a john hughes prom ferris bueller uncle buck ferris home bueller, alone yep mm-hmm. yep deb says interesting so here here's my two cents on this i'm all for this you whole prom who, thing. hey you know who a character was in in breakfast club bender yeah. 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 Too bad Julia Lay's not here. <laughs> right? Uh, she promotes her band on our, our band. show. <laughs> what? what? Where's the where's the, the record scratch sound effect? Um Mike McCorder says 80s prom at Skateland with live music. <gasps> oh, is Skateland still around? Yes. Yeah. Although well, let me let me let me say this. Last time I went to Southbound um, and drove by there, mm-hmm. there were cars there. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the story. Mike, what's the story? Are they I, still open? Because if so, hot damn, that sounds like that a really a fun great idea. idea. I mean, I love having it at the Riff, but if we could. Well, we might, we might do something special yeah. there. Um, Skate night? I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, we might just do something. Here's something else, too. Guys, I looked at this, too. Uh, perfect segue on that, Mike. Um, I looked ahead at the calendar, so I like to keep these about once every two months. So we're looking at once every six to eight weeks. Uh, that way it's kind of special. It doesn't seem overdone. It seems uh, like an event. So in looking forward, we've got one in August, the other two would be right around Halloween, and the one after that would be right around Christmas. What do you guys think of doing like a Halloween a- skate party? In October, I like costume it. I like that a lot. Party. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of a like holiday gathering? Um, we've created this sense of community where a lot of, I feel, I don't know which camera to talk to you. Like I keep looking at this camera, like to be serious, um, where we created the sense of community of togetherness and stuff where we've created our own little, um, our own little group or our own faction. What would you guys be on board if we did a live show and maybe we looked at having it catered or something like that and had a, a, like a sit down meal and still had the show stood all the fun stuff, but it was like, Christmas gathering kind of thing. Is that something that you guys would be for? Or are you like, nah, I don't do gatherings at Christmas time. I'm busy with family, which I get. Um, but it would be the sun, it would be, I don't know what day, but it would be not on Christmas Day, obviously. Because I mean, we all got stuff to do. Um shoot. My comments jumped. 80s Promet Skateland with live music. Yep. Uh, we did skate part skateport twice. Mike says, yep, they're still around skating-wise, but an 80s-themed skate is something I thought about for a while now. Yeah, I do, Mike. I do feel like I've seen you say something about that on Facebook before, and I loved it. Um, adding a prom theme to it uh, as well is even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, some didn't get to go to the prom back in the day. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Uh, Deb says, do a Friendsgiving. That sounds good. Yep. I used to host a Friendsgiving. I, I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you by now know that I like to cook, and uh, I used to do that. I used to, And I have a huge round table that I would bring uh, into our dining room and uh, we would host friends that, you know, maybe we're going to college here and didn't get to go back home for, for ha- uh, Halloween for Thanksgiving um, or just personal friends of mine, acquaintances and stuff like that. And it was such a fun thing. I did it for several years and uh, I don't know. I mean, just got busy and stopped, but yeah, uh, I think something like that would be a lot of fun. Now keep in mind too, like I said, Deb, uh, there probably won't be, and I could be wrong. I'm looking so far into the future on this, but Based on um, what we've been doing about every two months, we wouldn't be having one in November. It would be October and then December. Uh, so, yeah, something of the sort, though. 
Jessica says, I think it would be great. Uh, Christy says, would be cool to add fundraiser during the show for a local person or place in need, uh, like shine a light segment. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Abigail says, wait, why do people not go to prom at a roller rink? That would have been way more fun. Right? Yeah. yeah. I agree. Well, you know, you can't grind have added up a- against your date at a roller rink, though. What's that? Can't grind up against your date at a roller rink. Well, most proms, you got to do the whole of this thing anyway. So, you know. I don't know, I don't know what proms <laughs> you would attend. And <laughs> in the, in the sticks. <laughs> Did you go with the girl? Both times. Well, All three that, times. That's yeah. why you were dancing like this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's that too. Um, yeah. That was, uh, that was interesting for me. Um, prom, uh, Mike says, do prom picks and everything, but with skates on. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we've got all the makings to be able to do this. Uh, prom theme really cool and that's almost why i'm like i almost don't want to do it on the next one because we're talking what is that like yeah, three there's weeks? a lot of logistics yeah a lot of logistics for us and a lot of stuff on your guys's ends too uh, i want to make sure that it's in advance enough to where like you guys can clear your calendar date for it you can plan for it you can you can find what dress you want to wear or dig out what suit you want to wear in the back of the closet or like i said pair of slacks and a button up it doesn't have to be like super duper fancy um but yeah uh, Abigail said that just made everyone else uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What made everyone else uncomfortable? My story of prom, maybe. Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, this maybe. Um, yeah, I think we're. I, I think she's right. Everybody was uncomfortable with that, yeah. not just me. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I think these are good ideas. I really like your idea of the uh, the dress up Halloween thing too. Yeah. And maybe we could do something like that. Uh, yeah. There's so much. We we got some planning to do. We got we got wheels. Big wheels keep on turning. So yeah. Um I think 80s prom for the upcoming one would be doable. John Hughes can be for Halloween costume contest. Nice. Nice. I like it a lot, actually. Yeah. So we might uh we might we might discuss some of this this week, uh, Josh and I, and and see how quickly we would be able to pull together some of these logistics to do a prom. Uh, but I really like where this is going. This is you guys are d- coming up with some creative things, so I dig it, man. I dig it a lot. Uh, my question is, if we if we dressed up and did a prom thing, I wouldn't want to do like a, a a late night talk show kind of thing with couch guest interviews that kind of stuff. <laughs> you want some tape? <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. Um, would we just get a DJ? Would we have a band? Would we play games as we're dressed up and we just happen to be dressed up and then it's a dance party afterwards? Yeah, that's the kind of logistics I'm talking about. Like we would have to work through some of that kind of stuff and figure out what we want to do. Uh, but I don't want it to be just, oh, here's what Jared wants to do. I want it to be for everybody. So keep, keep weighing in. Keep letting me know, man, what you want to do. You know, we, you have a Facebook page. They can put comments on the Facebook we page. We do. Right? Yeah. We do have a Facebook page. Yeah. And we've also got a Instagram, Twitter. Uh, what else we got? Uh, YouTube. An actual website. And an actual website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we might put a poll up. Yeah. And Josh might jump on it and dance. <laughs> well, you know, that that's when I was in college. Right. I yes. was young. I needed the money. <laughs> the 20 is a 20. <laughs> 20 is a 20. <laughs> uh, Christy says, by the way, since we all know how stubborn you two are, please ask for help if you need it. 
Uh, you have a crew behind you. Well, thank you so much for that. Uh-huh. I really appreciate that. And it's not so much that we're stubborn. It's I want you guys just to sit back and enjoy. Yeah, you guys have done so much for us for by being here every yeah. week. Like this is this is our way, my way, the way to give back to you guys. Um, to have something to look forward to, like I said, and uh, for you guys to be a part of something. But I do appreciate that a lot, Christy, and it does mean a lot to hear that. So thank you for that. Um, but it sounds like if we if we have a lot more planning to do, we might we might hire a planner. Um, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, what else you got, Josh? Anything? I was just gonna ask Christy if she's done all her uh, supervised med passes yet. Oh yeah, work stuff. How's, how's that going? You got a raise this week too, Christy. Well, it's kicking in, but they informed everybody. <laughs> Why don't you just air all the information for everybody? No, I'm just I'm happy that our agency is giving giving our our staff a two dollar raise. That is cool per hour, and they're making at least fifteen. So the work that these guys do is tough, and they're everyone's getting bonuses for years of service, even if they've been there less than a year. So you were telling me about that. I think they that's are fantastic. Doing some amazing a, stuff. Yep. Uh, one, because getting people through the door to ha- get hired has been tough, but also our, our staff has gone through an awful lot this year dealing with COVID. And uh, so we really appreciate them. Yeah. Well, we're sure, man. That's good stuff. That's... We're glad to have Chrissy Pressler aboard. Yeah. Even though she is working 12-hour days. Yeah, well. But you got to start somewhere. Uh, she says, yep, certified, passed everything, plus bonus. Just exhausted with hours and all the learning. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot of learning. But if you have any questions about CPR, first aid, I'm, I'm one of the instructors. I always ask. Yeah. He is a uh, life-saving gentleman. Ah, ask Dan. <laughs> <laughs> ask Dan 2.0. Fritz 2.0, there you go. Um, Yeah. Josh, I got one more uh, reel of commercials to get to here, okay. and then we can come back and kind of wrap things up. We'll do that. So, uh, yeah, we'll do it. Stick around. What do you attribute um, a lot of the changes to, and at what point do you feel it's like, okay, it's time to pull the plug, and it's just snake bit, and um, I've got to call it? Yeah, that was like that. It was very emotional for me to try Bender and fail at it the first time. What are some things that you noticed different in the scenes between Kansas City and Springfield? I discovered that like they were going to steamroll me and not have me come in. And then to get even less was just an absolute slap in the face. And it's one of those where it's like, I'm never coming back, man. And here's what's funny is like, it's more a phrase that I hate. Okay. It is what it is. Take away... Uh, you know, sitting around at home writing songs or, or playing songs or your work at school of rock. When do you see, when's the end for you as far as live music? Do you see that at all? Eventually, Oblivion claims everything. Time ravages all things. All things but the timeless. Even when it feels like there's always someone telling you what you can or can't do, 
when there's always another sign, another obstacle in your way. Nothing ever makes it and the world keeps on spinning around you. Don't despair. You may never sound like us, but you can smell like us. DM Dwarf, smell us for yourself at Metal Mania 2. August 14th, Springfield, Missouri, at the Outland Brawl Room. Morning, for outside use only. Jody from Riding Records, and I just want to show you the chaos that we're involved in this week. Right, we're heading down to Carthage, Missouri to a four-state record show. We're going to be buying, we're going to be selling, but just kind of take a look at what it takes to, to drag all the gear into the record store. Uh, new arrivals, A through Z, just good rock and roll, everything from rare vintage country to big bands, classic rock, blues, jazz, the list goes on. But things are just getting bigger and better. Things are getting better and bigger. And I just want to thank you very much for supporting us at Rewind Records. And just keep buying that good music. Hey, it's Jody with Rewind Records. And I just want to say thank you for all the support. It's been four or five months now that we've been able to supply you with a new kind of music. Um, I just want to let you know that at Rewind Records in Marshfield, Missouri, 1100 Spur Drive, Suite 120, uh, I'm located in an antique store, kind of like a booth. It's an eight by eight, but come on in there. I've got all kinds of different music. Uh, we've got equipment and uh, mainly I just want to say thank you. So find us on Facebook, shoot us a message. Um, until next time, keep playing that good music. Look at what we got. lesson time. For those of you that remember when we moved over here in the late 90s, we built this beautiful little room. It helped us showcase acoustic guitars, the tailor specifically, and helped us control our humidity. Nice glass room. Well, unlike my wife's lies about me, we continue to improve with age. So is there a reason we're one of the top 10 tailor dealers in all of the U.S.? Oh, you bet there is. Builders Edition? Got them. Grand Theaters? Got them. Coa GS Minis? Got them. American Dreams, got them. Built to Order Customs, got them. We've got the best selection of tailors. We've got the coolest room. We love our guitars and we love you. And we'd love to see you in here and playing some of them. So come on in, come check them out. We'll catch you later. Oh my goodness, sorry. That's all right. Um <laughs> sorry. I thought I had to vent it's, that last it's frame. All, it's all good, brother. I can go back one. Nah, it's all Aww. good. <laughs> yeah, we all gotta hear that. Aw. Uh let's see here. Let me figure out what buttons I want to push. <laughs> You've been pushing my buttons all day, bud. I sure have. <laughs> I was pushing buttons this week. <laughs> <laughs> right, turnabout's fair play, yeah, right? I guess so, yeah. Oh man, yeah. And you know what? We probably could get Debbie Gibson. 
<laughs> I don't think she's doing a whole lot right she's now. She's not too booked up, is she? <laughs> nope. Uh, let's see here. I wanted to put that up here. There we go. Nope, still wrong. Bring it down. Bring it down. Oh, there we are. Out this of is time. like an Etch-A-Sketch, you know? It really... kind of <laughs> All out of time. Um, yeah, this is fun. I, I really enjoy doing these talking chops. I'll be honest, and anybody that knows me uh, knows that I'm a very structured person. I, I do well with structure. So I always have this anxiety like, oh, God, well, there's nothing to talk about. But uh, it's always good conversation with good people. So good job, guys. Good job. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, see what else we got here, Josh. All righty. Oh, yeah. where, where should they go? Uh, go to the go to the website, audioroast.com. That's the one. Merch, playlists, upcoming events, tickets, tickets there. Yep. We get tickets yep. there. We get Where you get your tickets for the live shows yeah, is so audioroast.com. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Stop by. Mike McCord said Debbie's fee is 25 to 39 K. Really? I called BS on that. I don't uh, know if I believe that. Maybe. Uh, glad you can cover this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys were asking how you could help. <laughs> I mean, we That's got, how. you know, if everyone chipped in like $1,000, we're halfway there. <laughs> oh, halfway there. Maybe if we give her 13K and a sandwich, I didn't touch it. <laughs> I didn't touch it. What My hand's heck? right over here. <laughs> What the hell? And it stepped no, on no. my joke. I was going to say maybe she would take 13K in a sandwich. <laughs> or 13K in a bar tab. Maybe. <laughs> Your drinks are free. Right. We're at a skating rink. <laughs> <laughs> you can do three laps for That's free. Right. <laughs> no shoe rental for you, Miss Gibson. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's on us. Yes. You'll even get those little rubber stopper things at the front of your oh, skates. God, so I hope. Gotta have, gotta, <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do is like not put them on, and then it's just way more entertaining mm, for everybody. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe put some baby oil on the... Mike said, nope, it's true. Look it up. I mean, if it's on the internet, yeah, got to be true. <laughs> all right, all right, folks. That's all we got. So uh, Josh and I, it sounds like we've got some planning to do. And uh, we'll be doing that this week. So stay tuned. Be sure to check out our website, audioroast.com, to stay tuned to all the things coming up. And uh, like I said, I'll be putting up either later tonight or tomorrow a link to start buying tickets to reserve a table for free for our upcoming live show on August the 27th here at The Riff. So final thoughts. I don't. We can keep it here, Josh. We ain't going to okay. do anything fancy. Uh, final thoughts. Don't Pay your covers. Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. <laughs> Don't forget the times are hard for everybody right now. May your cup of coffee and your love of music be strong, but your sense of humor be even stronger. We'll see you right here next week at 5 o'clock. Bye!